to survive it's it's like it's a song written for modern times we're out here going to the grocery store i uppercutted someone last week because they invaded my personal space murray baby boy murray by the way we have not seen each other in all of a month uh you look great uh what i don't know what you did with your hair it's amazing i mean all the hairdressers are out but i just oh my god let's hear that voice murray Griffin, how are you? I I mean, I'm doing well. You sound different than usual. Oh, is it not noticeable? You know, the CDC recommends that you wear a mask. Oh, yeah. I, you what know, better mask to wear than a Bane mask? That makes a lot of sense. I mean, we're required in Michigan to wear a mask. So you've been going out with, the, with that mask on. Of course. I mean... Did you ever manage to get to a cake maker again? No. That's still... Don't bring that up. <laughs> the very sore spot for me. Well, speaking of one sore spot, I got another sore spot. This is not going to fly for pot, so what would happen if I take the mask off? It would be quite painful. <laughs> I can see this is going to cause us problems, and I don't want to cause any problems, so I will take it off. Is that all right for you? Hey, is that okay? Does that does that bother you? It does. It really does. Okay. It was hard. Well, I guess it's it's okay considering. I'm kidding. We, me and Griff, we've been together for the past six weeks. Yeah, I mean, Murray. When I moved into this house, of course, the first thing I did was build that laser vault. Right. I people laughed. They scoffed at you. They pshawed at you when you were like, "I'm not going to put one dollar into this ramshackle." converted garage how I many, live how in. How many months was it where I had literally no drywall in my kitchen? It was just exposed yeah. everything. My, you, he just, he's, how many years have you lived in this place now? Three? Three. And he just now put a tub in. Yeah. And that's, we're not even exaggerating that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they laughed, but who's laughing now? We're safe and sound in our laser disc vault deep in the bowels of the earth. What are we, like a mile down? Dude, it's like four miles down. Yeah, so we're fine, man. And that warmth you feel, that's natural core of the earth warmth. See, he's thinking that's, about everything. Yeah. That's that, money I, you're saving. I'm so green. I'm so green. Right. I, I, I wish everything was cheery here, though, because, honestly, we're being forced into this situation. Yeah, we're doing this under duress. I don't want to be here. Yeah, Murray lives uh, 40 minutes away, about. Yeah. Uh, out in uh, the old Pontiac. And, you know, for the longest time, we were under very strict liberty <laughs> stealing. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, our freedom was getting fucked. Oh, our, our freedom was so fucked. We we need to be out there spreading this virus amongst everybody. Uh, so Murray was, you know, he's like, I, I, I'm not going to make it out there. So it's been a while. But been a while. Been a while. But anyway, so. We weren't planning to get together for this. And then the order come from the tippy fucking top. The top. Yeah, the man. The man himself. The man with total power, according to himself. Exactly. He said. Except uh, when it comes to uh, taking 
blame for anything. This was the email I got sent to. Uh, well, our I got a carrier pigeon. You got an email? <laughs> was it from Mike Tyson or? <laughs> no, it was from the man. Oh, okay. Uh, he shall not be named. And it, it, it simply said, Article 2 gives me the power to do anything. I'm deeming Merman Productions pro- podcast an yeah. essential podcast. Yeah, we're essential I, business now. And as we mentioned, like. Which is funny because we don't get paid to do this. No, we don't get paid. Uh, as Just like essential workers that barely get paid. Can we <laughs> fucking pay these people? Hazard pay. I'm glad you brought that up, Griff, because I just want to point out something. I like, I'm old, Griff, so I actually watch commercial TV still. So I, I'm, I'm bombarded by all these commercials, by these corporations. Oh, I, I've been watching a lot of TV as well. That so are like, you, you're the best of us. Like, Thoughts it's just, and prayers. And I just want to tell, like, first of all, you are. I'm one of you. I'm a, I'm a dirty peasant, just like you guys are. And, yes, my sister's a nurse. Yeah. She's... She's not in. She's, thankfully, she's not working in a hospital, but she's around sick people like that. Mm-hmm. And I just want to tell all you essential workers: well, we do, we appreciate you here at Merman Industries. But soak it up while you can, because as soon, if and when this vaccine comes, we can go back to not giving a fuck about you all over again. It's going to be 9-11, first responders exactly. all over again. Where that's the same rap they do. They've, they've done it to, for soldiers since time immemorial. Exactly. You're the greatest of us. Yep. We're not going to – that's all you're going to get is our thanks. One, one of the favorite uh, occurrences, happenings that's happened – I don't even think it happened to me. I think it happened to my buddy. But he was working with this kid who's like, I support the troops. And my friend said, how? How the fuck do you support the troops? He puts a yellow ribbon on a tree. Exactly. He was just like, oh, I support them. He's like, that's nothing. Thoughts and prayers. What is with this country and fucking thoughts and prayers? It's... Hazard pay. On top of their pay. No. They are the only thing keeping us together right no. now. No, Griff, we're fucked. So that's why I say, people, enjoy. From here on out, enjoy every Golden Globe Theater episode you get because the shit's going to We're under fucking, the gun here. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Mad Max time. There, there's literally three people on my front lawn pointing guns in at us. We, we asked them to remove themselves because of the acoustics, of course. I told them, I'll give you a haircut, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> So, and, yeah. yeah, Article 2, gay, uh, but Trump said, uh, this came from our president. Well, he Trump. said, he told me, they're on to me. They know I'm a fraud. I need a distraction. Yes. The greatest distraction of all time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're the people just, when we talk, people just stop whatever they're doing and they listen. Yeah, it, it, it's going to make everyone's uh, quarantine a little easier because they're going to have Three and a half hours of us talking about Frank Dukes and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, if you guys don't, if you guys are keeping score on our last episode, which we actually did like a month ago, but I think it was only like a couple weeks ago, we said we were going to Angel Town, the yeah. Olivier Gruner movie. But, uh, that name's a little too French for a president. So well, yeah. Well, no, I was like, no. If I'm going to fucking die for this fucking podcast, I ain't going to die for fucking Angel Town. Fuck that. I said, we're doing big, bold, the best. Yeah. The biggest canon movie ever. My, my opinion, my favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. It's it's definitely the best. This is a tight fucking movie. It's and, just, yeah, uh, and so we're like, we got to hit you with fucking all... All guns blazing, man. We can't just do a fucking angel town. That'll be next week. Yeah. But if there is a next week. If there is. <laughs> but, yeah, we're do- we're not doing a Jean-Claude Van Damme ripoff. We're doing Jean-Claude Van Damme himself. Oh, my God. It- it's been years since I've seen this. It was such a delight. Like, 
I mean, it's funny that you and uh, Trump had the same movie in mind because he couldn't pronounce Olivier's name. He just that was kept... part of the problem. Yeah. And so he's like, let's not do it about some French guy. Let's do it about... <laughs> he kept calling him Omega Groaner. I don't yeah, know what yeah, that yeah. was about. But... <laughs> but he was like, let's do it about a real American hero, Frank Dukes. Frank Dukes, yeah. Murray, I think I know why... Trump is obsessed with Frank Dukes. Can I can I read you something? Sure. Oh my God. So today I came across a Frank Dukes, article. the inspiration, of course, for this yes. movie Blood Sport. Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, he is also sue John Claude Van Damme for being better at Frank Dukes than Frank Dukes himself. That was that settled, by the way. Okay. John Claude gained a lot of money from that one. So Frank Dukes is an amazing human being. a lot of being. high-waisted pants with that money. Yes, he did. Frank Dukes is an amazing human being. According to himself. According yeah. to himself. Yeah. Uh, he currently has a website that he runs called The Frank Report. It, uh, excuse me, frankreport.com. It should be getting frank with Frank. Getting frank with Frank. I love I that so much more, but he's not that creative. Here's a little uh, G&G <laughs> trivia for you. The character of Frank Grills. Our mascot was based on Frank Dukes. The hot dog with a machine gun, that was based on Frank Dukes. The likeness and the... That, that is canon the, now. Yes. That's lore. No pun intended. All right, Murray, are you ready for for the this deep dive? This was written uh, five days ago at this point and released by Frank Dukes himself. Okay. I thought you were going to say you're ready for the trailer. I was like, no, no, okay. no. All right. It is now common knowledge that there is a bioengineering laboratory in Wuhan operated by the People's Liberation Army, the PLA, now, no, now known as the National Biosafety Laboratory, since it changed its name from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In their research, for whatever reasons they might have had, scientists in Wuhan were able to mutate their, that virus, COVID, into a slightly different strain which they called SARS-CoV-2. We call it COVID-19 now. Some of us call it the Wuhan virus or the China virus. It is self-evident now how China, backed up by the UN's World Health Organization, had lied about the virus, claiming that there was no evidence of human-to-human infection, enabling nearly half a million people to leave Wuhan and infect the world. And just like the virus that moved from China to America... So perhaps move the plot to endanger Trump's re-election. If not remove a president from office. Every step of the way, the Democrats had a biased corporate media are right there criticizing everything President Trump says or does in his battle to defeat the Wuhan virus. Part two, the American coup. That actually, I like part two, the American coup, that flows. That would be a great canon movie. <laughs> it would be a great canon movie. <clears throat> Breaking two, the American coup. <laughs> China's connection to America goes well beyond having exported COVID-19 to our shores. Too much of China's influence goes unnoticed, or in many cases, ignored. And China never misses an opportunity to assert that influence. The, pa- the current pandemic being an example, aided and abetted by the American mainstream media. Fake news. Fake news. China lobbied. This is where... Frank gets way out there. He stretches. He <laughs> stretches the vocabulary. China lobbied vociferously for the appointment of Tedros Ananam. I, I cannot pronounce that name, but he is the leader of who? 
uh, the World Health World Organization. Organization. Yes. Yeah. Doctor Who. Uh, against the objections of the U.S. Apparently, we objected this. A sound investment, given what has transpired in hindsight with Tedros being the one who informed the world that there is no evidence of human-to-human transmission of the COVID-19 virus. He also said that there's no reason to interfere with trade and travel from China, practically calling President Trump a racist by doing so. The evidence indicates a corrupt and irresponsible media adjoined divisive partisan politics to undermine the existence of the U.S. dollar as the world's trade currency, which is one of the announced end goals of the Chinese government. Taking aim at toppling the U.S. dollar and Trump's effectiveness and combating the deep state, corruption, and returning the middle class and industry to the U.S. prompts China's external forces, like George Soros, to act against them. For instance, it is being alleged that Soros, in exchange for political favors, allegedly paid $33 million to facilitate the migrant caravan from Honduras. Is that it? <laughs> no, there's like three. The, the, I... I I, it I'm all makes getting, sense to me. I'm giving you three more paragraphs. This went on for 40 more minutes. I'm just giving you a snippet. I'm giving you a, a little bit of that sample. So everyone goes to Frank report. You get him a mini Frank. And reads in this whole fucking report. He started tying celebrities into it. And is shit. it possible Frank? I always thought I was QAnon, but is it possible Frank is QAnon? I think Frank's QAnon. Okay. Let me get these four pair. Seven paragraphs out. (laughs) Ironically, the political media boondoggle and hypocritical reason for justifying the impeachment of President Trump all arguably stems out of Trump's wanting to be informed of someone if someone was looking into corruption attributed to these incestuous relationships for personal gain. (laughs) In fact, the evidence, like the transcript of his call, Ukraine call, absolutely contradicted them. Totally absolves him. The 1981, somehow this gets into a Dean Koontz book. The 1981 published book, The Eyes of Darkness by Dean Koontz, eerily predicts the coronavirus outbreak and in keeping with the ongoing pattern of fictions aimed at... Don't tell me Dean Koontz is part of the deep state. (laughs) Yes, he's got to be. In keeping with ongoing pattern of fictions aimed at negating Trump's accomplishments, excuse me, arguably Operation 201 was Apparently, the inspiration is set in motion yet another coup attempt, the first being the impeachment Mm -hmm. hoax. Um, This coup depended on a few fiction of having employed. I don't get this sentence upon a few fiction of having employed an entirely new mortality model and predicting the expansion growth rate of pandemics like COVID-19 which was introduced in association with John Hopkins Center for Health and Security, the World Economic Forum, and, of course, that motherfucker and his wife, Bill Gates. They hosted an event, Event 201, a high-level pandemic exercise on October 18th in New York. In selling the sometimes-dubbed Event 201 model to the government at the state level, Democratic Party leaders appointed pandemic experts who were directed to use the new model as introduced at that event by Bill and Melinda. Thereafter, the WHO announces COVID outbreak, Wuhan, China. It's all horrible. Using a new and unimproved model, the California economy that dwarfs the GNP of 
many countries, was unconstitutionally power-grabbed and tanked by California Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom. Other governors did likewise. Studies have shown that for one... Uh, for every one-point increase in unemployment, 10,000 people die attributed to suicide, domestic abuse, violent crime, and declining health due to depression. If this is true, then we can assume that about 120,000 people will die simply due to being out of work. This is a much higher than number. <laughs> I think this is tying into why we need to be doing these episodes because obviously people are suicidal because we're not here for them to listen to. <laughs> exactly. So this is a much higher number than Trump's detractors can even hope to achieve with COVID-19, which, of course, is a Democrat scheme. One so COVID's not even the true culprit. Yes. It's the hopelessness created by it yes. that's going to really kill everybody. Yeah. Wow, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. One more paragraph. Here we go. Even social dis distancing, a new buzz phrase, has del delete. Oh, my God, I can't read this word. It's new to me. Has deleterious effect on society. That might be deletatorious. I've never... That's a broken mat word. We no longer trust each... That's supposed to be each other. You forgot other. Trust each and will unravel ourselves from our personal networks. We will find satisfaction in turning in our neighbors for consorting with one another. We will become suspicious of each other. Likewise... The Chinese people learn to avoid each other and report the activities of their friends, neighbors, and even relatives during the Cultural Revolution of 1966 to 76. We will become Chinese communists. Maybe that is the point. Frank, wow. Wow. There you have it, people. I mean, a lot of crackpots tell you, do your research. We did it for you we right there. It. That's only a sample. Go in, get the encore. Or not encore, entree. God damn. Frank's words have broken my brain. <laughs> so there's your medicine, people. Now to give you that little lump of sugar with it, we're going to get into <laughs> our movie. Because what else are we going to do? I mean, Griff, in NHL season, it's over. Baseball? NBA, not happening. MLB, MLB dead before it started. My heart is broken right Riff, now. the only sport left is blood sport. For centuries, the Society of the Black Dragon has sanctioned an ancient rite of combat known as the Kumite. Open only to the world's most lethal warriors. It has never been won by a Westerner. You are not Japanese. I can do it. Now, for the first time, the true story of America's super agent, Frank Dukes, can be revealed. Uncle Sam can't afford to let you get hurt. I'm going to Hong Kong. Frank is going to fight in the Kumite, and we're here to stop him. An awesome human weapon. That hurts me just looking at it. Who infiltrates the Chinese underworld. I did not come this far to stop him now. Take him. Enter a forbidden competition. Couldn't you just get me in? Strict rules. No press. You're telling me you never break rules? Where every fighting style, every worthy opponent, every deadly technique I... clash in savage combat. Time to separate the men from the boys. And only one will triumph. Now I will break you. 
Paris sensation Jean-Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport, the true story of the ultimate champion. Okay, great trailer. Everything's better about that spiel I went on. And you know what? I need something even better than that. I need you to talk. I think you got some. I got some Frank facts for you too. You got some I'm gold. I did some. This is all comes from his Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, you know, we just said earlier, Bloodsport is from the the imaginary life that Frank du- Dukes had lived. And yeah. here's a little more info on the life and times of Frank Dukes. Mm. According to him, all these claims are according to him. <laughs> he was trained in ninjutsu by one master, Senzo Tiger Tanaka. Who coincidentally yeah, is the same name, familiar? same name as a character from a James Bond movie. That's why it sounds familiar. He claimed when he called on that, he claims, "Well, yeah, well, Ian Fleming did use real life people." Oh, so th- this is just oh, we both bumped into him. He claimed, like much in the movie, he when he before he went to the Kumite, which according to everyone involved in martial arts, there's no evidence this thing even exists. Hmm. In fact. I could have swore. Isn't that from Enter the Dragon? Wasn't that called the Kumite? This tournament was they have? I, I don't th- know what it was. I, I think so. But Do I know we, that's, obviously that's where he got the idea. I have to imagine Kumite is like a katana thing. It's Japanese for tournament. <laughs> it's Chinese for tournament. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, my God. I'm racist. And so he claimed that he went to L.A. or wherever the fuck he's from to, on, on, on the guys on his deathbed. I'm going to win the Kumite for you in like 75. Oh, this is the party. Consider was real. Yes. Okay. And there's no evidence that this guy ever existed. There's mm. no death certificate for this mm. guy. Then he later changed it and said, no, he died in Japan. Oh, shit. You see, I think what happened is 5G towers erased the history. Now, he claimed he fought in Nam, but he joined <laughs> the Marines the year that Vietnam War ended. Yeah, it was like 77 So or then something. he changed his story to he was doing covert ops in Southeast Asia. Oh, fuck. And Christ. his military records say he never even served overseas at all. His life is a Steven Seagal character. I think Steven Seagal, yes, patterned his own life after Frank Duke's life. Oh, my God. They probably know. They're probably best friends. They Oh, I bet they are. Claimed he won the Medal of Honor. Did <laughs> not. <laughs> He was in the Marines, though, from 75 to 80. That is true. Okay. He had a picture of himself wearing his fake medals in the incorrect order that a soldier would not know. And the Medal of Honor he was wearing was the one awarded to Army soldiers, not Marines. Oh, you motherfucker. Details. Devil's in the details. But he claims the military has been sabotaging his service record to discredit him. Oh, man. I don't know what they have against him. I got to go back to frankreport.com because he probably explains it all there. Now, like I said earlier, he claimed he fought Kumite. There's no evidence Kumite even exists. Yeah. And then he had a friend lie for him and say, oh, yeah, I was in the Kumite as well. And then he then he came back down and said, no, I I was just Frank's my friend. I was just like supporting him. Serious. Oh, shit. This is his fight record, which they also show at the end of Bloodsport. Okay. This is this is the most befuddling (laughs) thing for me as a child. I was like, wait, this was real. We all thought it was real. I mean, we're all. I think there's probably people right now that are like they're crestfallen because they believed in Frank Dude. He was basking in our ignorance of the '80s yeah, and early '90s. I mean, yeah, this is pre-internet, guys. We believed everything we saw in the movies. Dude, I was like eight when I saw this. We, when and, we saw oh. Based on a True Story, we believed everything happened. Exactly. I thought he banged Janice. I, I believe. Wait, 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 Griff. This is his fight record. Three hundred. This was his original lie he told. Three hundred and twenty-one wins, 
one loss, and he probably let somebody beat him in that one. Like, whatever the Ray Jackson character in his real life, his buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I... And, and seven draws. Seven draws? He has since changed that to, no, I was, I'm undefeated. 329-nothing. <laughs> if you're going to lie, go big. <laughs> here, are, here are some of his bogus stats that also are at the end of this movie. Nice. His fastest knockout, 3.2 seconds. 3.2? This is what I don't understand. This is, this is, and you can see this at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fastest punch with a KO, 12 seconds. Fastest kick with a KO, 72 miles per hour. <laughs> like, what? which is it? What, what increment of time are we using here? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then this is the most bullshit stat of all. The most consecutive knockouts. Knockouts! Not even wins. Knockouts <laughs> in one tournament. 56. <laughs> he fought so apparently there was like a thousand guys in this tournament. It's more than the NCAA like fucking basketball yeah. tournament. Oh my god! You, it, so and we've established in this movie the Kumite takes place over three days. So yeah. he fought like almost twenty times a day and knocked everybody out. That's what the UFC guys do, right? No, even like in the in the original UFC they did have tournaments, but it'd be three fights in one night. Which that's fucking almost impossible to do. Three, three, the same person fights. Yes, three times. okay, because they would have tournaments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, oh, and then Jesus. after his 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 military career, he claimed he worked covert ops with the CIA. CIA, oh. everyone CIA has never heard of this guy. Dude. The head of the CIA, General Norman Schwarzkopf. Remember, we all loved him from the Desert Storm. He's like, I don't know who the fuck this Frank Dukes guy is. Oh, my God. He wrote a book called Secret Man about his exploits of the CIA. Jesus and it's Christ. full of plot holes. Like, people are just like, well, this makes no sense. And he's. So I'm going to get you a nice leather bound copy of that. And I'm just going to write Frank Dukes in it. It gets worse, Griff. He claimed his father worked for the Mossad before World War II. The problem is Israel and the Mossad didn't even exist before World War Fuck II. Christ, this guy is just building life <laughs> details based on snippets he hears on the news. <laughs> Not even that, because there's no fact to this. Yeah, he probably heard it recently. He's like, oh, my dad worked for this. <laughs> These are pickup lines he used. <laughs> now, he also says he no longer has that Kumite ceremonial sword that Van Damme gets at the end of the movie. Yeah. Because he sold it oh to God. buy freedom for a boat of orphans. Wait, wait excuse, and me, then, excuse me. And then that deal fell through. So what? he So he later rescued the kids from pirates. And got his sword back, though. No, I guess he just... Yeah, he just left that. Yeah. He was just like, this is a symbol of our transaction. Keep the sword. And this, this, is, this is the biggest one. And this one, there might be truth to this one, because I think Zen Masters ta- told me this story. He claimed he stopped the assassination attempt on Steven Seagal. Fucking Christ. Murray. That's a story. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm too lazy to, like, like we, just, we decided to do this movie last night. This is the very last minute. Yeah. I would have really looked into that Steven Seagal assassination attempt, but I just didn't have the time. You know, we, we're going to be doing other Steven Seagal movies in the future. Right. Uh, apparently, Frank Dukes. I'm going to call him Ducks because I want to and I hate him. I'm going to call him Frank Ducks. Didn't uh, uh, Jimmy Lynn or whatever? Uh, apparently, Frank Ducks. That? What's that? Didn't Jimmy Lynn, the little uh, Jimmy Hart looking dude? Yeah, that's what he called him, yeah. yeah uh, you must be Ducks. You look like Ray Jackson. You must be Ducks. <laughs> dukes. No, it's Dukes. Oh, like, put up your Dukes. Um, so, Murray, I'm glad that we, we both kind of held back on the Frank Dukes facts because that man is full of fucking shit. 
You had a CVS. He should be president. He's so full of shit. You had a CVS receipt full of information, (laughs) and you you (laughs) rolled it back up. Yeah, I could go on, but we got to get the blood spark. I mean, what are we a half hour into? We we are half an hour in, with maybe like three minutes. And we're going to talk about blood spark for at least two hours. So you guys get your most comfortable seat. Me and, and Mer- again. light up a joint. Do what you got to do. <laughs> we have not talked to each other. I have not talked to human beings in a long time. I am right. fucking thrilled. Yeah, we and, haven't re- we haven't seen each other in over a month. Yeah, so it's the longest we're all, time. We're all reminiscing. We're all getting back together. It, you, the listener, us, everybody. The excitement. Griff's cat actually bit me before we started the show. He's so excited, man. That's how he shows excitement. That's how I know he likes me. <laughs> he bites. And that's me. what you tell yourself. <laughs> So, Murray, we start this movie, and, of course, we're arranging that beautiful Kumate mat, and they're just sweeping right. it well, off. Well, it's like we're watching a montage within a montage. This is why Canon was the greatest. Well, I feel like this formula was new for this movie, and that's why they didn't have as many movies that hit it as big as Bloodsport, though. Because, I, I, I don't know. Go, go go on with your thought. I got I'm, I'm I, I, thoughts here. I know. I'm just like... All we need to know is relayed to us in a one-minute stretch. Mm-hmm. We get we get all the combatants we need to know in this movie. We yeah. learn their styles. We learn where they're from. Yes. We learn everything. Um, and I've never really gone back and watched the quest. Apparently, it's a ripoff of this movie, which is weird because yeah, it's, it's based on uh, Frank Ducks as well. Well, he probably changed his life story, and then it became like because I think it was like in the Himalayas or Tibet or some <laughs> shit right, where that one was fighting. And he got Van Damme. And it was like in the 1920s. I remember that. <laughs> that's, that's the weird. I have not seen this movie. I don't even know if I saw it as a child because I was like, "This isn't Bloodsport. Fuck you." Well, we're but, gonna have to do that one of these. But days. yeah, this montage is awesome because we have like. Ten main combatants they really show us, and we get to see them feature feature through. They're the all they're like they're just a plethora of international stereotypes. Yeah, we get the black guy who's doing the monkey style. Yeah, he's cl- he climbs a tree and there's coconuts tied up, yeah. and he chops them, just breaking them all with his fucking bare hands. We get a, like a like a kind of a muscular sumo wrestler dude, and he's yeah. just hurling a bag of like wheat at his underlings. Yeah, it, it looked like something out of AEW because he throws his bag of wheat over the rope. And then there's two guys there to catch it, and they pretend like they've been hurt. It, it's yeah. great. They're like, oh, boss, you're really good at this. We get your favorite guy, Paco. The... I told you my favorite guy was the African monkey man, which I'm sorry. Right. I watched this movie when I was eight. That's what I called him. But I will have you know. Well, he is doing monkey style. I mean, we can't. Yeah. We have to. We got to call it what it is. Yeah, he's hunched over, and he, like, leaps around and rolls around, and. That's what I did when I was eight, man. I, I loved think it. in Paco was supposed to be Brazilian. I think, I'm not yeah, sure. you're, no, I think you're right. And, and he's doing, he's got like a Muay Thai style to his fight. You know who he reminds me of? I'm gonna go uh, Mike Tyson uh, uh, punch out on. There's gonna here. be a lot of Mike Tyson punch out references. Yes, yeah, there's gotta moment. be. Oh, uh, he he kind of reminds me of I, I want to say it's flamenco Joe Don Flamenco Don Flamenco because he always like entices people yeah. like oh yeah come and he's on. the easiest one to beat <laughs> because Don Flamenco was the easiest one to beat it's so good you just had to hit him left right left right and he would get knocked out and then we get like our boost. and then we get we get the man, the man of the hour the tower of power oh, it's gonna, too sweet to ever be sour I was gonna save him for last but go oh. ahead. That's okay. I don't think we've ever have we done a movie with this man before. I don't think we have. I think this is our first, we've done over a hundred episodes. I don't think we've done a movie with him. I, in I have. Uh, Millie's got to get her word in here. She's like, nope, 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 nope. You've done Bolo. <laughs> you stepped over it. 
Uh, I think he's been in one. He's been in so many things. I think he's been in at least okay, one. Okay, but yes, the man himself, Bolo, playing Damn. the character Chong Li. I still... Like, Isn't that a Street Fighter character, Chong Li? Uh, Chun Li. Chun Li. That'd be based on Chun Li. That, that's the though. woman with the giant uh, legs. Well, it makes sense because he has giant pecs in this movie. Dude, he's fucking. We got to sign that guy up to be a sponsor for our pec jelly because fucking hell, well, man. Well, I'll have you know, early production of uh, pec jelly started on uh, uh, um, God, I can't forget. Bung Li. <laughs> I can't remember his name. It's Chung Li. <laughs> Chun Li. Uh, but yeah, we started early testing on Chung Li's pecs. But this man's pecs are so fucking amazing. The early the director told us he's like, this is too distracting. Like yeah. all our eyes are going to his pecs. The star of the fo- the movie is Mr. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, and we can't use it. Sorry, and we were just like, oh, like this, you know, this is uh, this is called being an entrepreneur. Sometimes you don't hit it out of the park your first try. But we persevered. <laughs> We're one line into this episode, and it took us five minutes. So, <laughs> so what? You're enjoying yourself, but so yeah. We, so we got him in Chongli. Bolo Chongli. We'll call him Bolo because we respect him, Mister Bolo. I, yeah, I usually call him Bolo. He is breaking ice. Just fucking giant chunks of ice. Oh, and then were you going to bring up? Our man Ray Jackson, was that who you were going to bring up earlier? Uh, I was going to bring up the Bruce Lees, and then I was going to bring no, up I don't Ray even Jackson. remember that guy. But Ray Jackson, who's played by Ogre. I don't know his name. He's Ogre to me from Revenge of the Nerds. Ogre. It is Ogre, right? Yes, it's okay, Ogre. Okay, okay. And he's just hitting the, hitting the bag like a box. He has no fucking fighting style. We're seeing every fighting style and then no fighting he style. He is a shade of Kurt Sloan, where he is just all <laughs> you know, fucking You know power. what his style is? Pro wrestling. He just, he just does pro wrestling moves. You're right. He's Hacksaw Jim Duggins. <laughs> no, he is. I, I think we've mentioned this guy. He's a dear friend of ours, Denny. Yes. If if you imagine, we talked about him. Well, who is this Denny character talking about? He's if he was in a Denny was in a Kumite, he would be Ray Jackson. I like it. It's hard. You see, you're right, but it's hard to imagine. But replace Denny. beer with weed, and then that would be dead. <laughs> it's hard to imagine him carrying that much weight. Denny keeps himself in check. He plays that hockey. Right. He's got a nice slim figure. You know. Yeah. Oh. He's a he's a hell of a man. But every time I see Ray Jackson, that's Denny. <laughs> and so yeah, we're seeing we got so all right, like you said, one minute in the movie, I know everybody in it, everything yeah. I need to know. I have enough of a background to enjoy each fighter later on in the movie, and finally we get to the man of the hour, the 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 guy to devour, Mr. John Claude Van Damme, and he's in well. Frank Ducks was in the military, so of course. I think he was wearing the same outfit he wore in Black Eagle, that weird kind of football. He loves the unitard. Do you notice that? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and then this guy comes in. Hey, Dukes, time to hit the showers. The colonel wants to see you. He's, he's got like a, what do they call the little punching bag? Speed bag. bag. Speed bag. He's got the speed he's bag He's tippy-tapping up, it. But he's tippy-tapping it with his feet. This bag is up like nine feet high, and he's just fucking wrecking it. It's great. And the guy's like, Colonel wants to see you. Because we learned that, I guess he, he, this is very important. Kumite, he's in the army. And the Kumite is very important to him. So he asked for like a leave, I'm assuming. Yeah. To go three days. All he needs is three days. Three days. And they're like, no, you're too important. The Colonel heard that you want to go to Hong Kong. So he really needs to talk to you. Well, all right. But I need to go shower. I'm so dizzy. That's like, my friend. He's like, all right, you got two minutes. 
And the guy is there watching him shower. I don't know why we didn't get the Tango and Cash <laughs> glimpse of it, like just the slow rise of. We the, we got a little later on. We get a little. Of we that. we do we do. But I'm surprised well, they didn't fit in too. John Claude was probably yeah. like, the yeah, because one we got you got to remember it when John Claude's earlier movies. We got we always got a split. And we always got a butt shot. Mm, mm. And then he kind of, when he get, he went into PG territory later on. We left Canon. Yeah, he Lionheart like, features no butt. No, there is some butt in Lionheart. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there, there is. is. Time Cop has some butt, too. <laughs> yeah. But maybe after that, did. after that, he's like, no, I have a family-friendly Late, action hero. Yeah, after maybe like 95. Uh, Sudden Death didn't have any butt. No, it didn't. I don't think it had splits either. I don't think he probably did. got too muscular. Because we, we discussed it on our sudden death episode, which you need to go listen to, that he tried you to really remake do. himself. Like he didn't, he didn't hardly did any martial arts in that movie. He was trying to be like like uh, Bruce John, Willis yeah. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. He that's the perfect call. He was trying to be Bruce Willis, and by the way, that is a great replacement for hockey in your life right now because it is a hockey movie. Yeah, right. So so, <laughs> so after you listen to this, go listen to that. So, uh, so yeah, so he the guy's like, "Come on, it's been two minutes already. You need you need me to lather up your back." Uh, and then he walks <laughs> in. He walks. You know, there's some hard, hard to reach spots. I know because I, you know, I, I shower. And then he walks in, and the showers are like, all, like you said, like Tango and Cash. All the showers are running. Yeah, every one of them. It's like a yard and a half. <laughs> I switched to metric, by the way. Uh, Very wasteful yeah, of fucking I, wait, water. Yard is not metric. No, it's not. <laughs> Meter and a half. My brain is melting. Thanks, quarantine. Uh, so yeah, he slipped out. They show like this tiny little window. It's like John Claude couldn't fit in there, but the there's a curtain and it's <laughs> blowing in the breeze. It's, yeah, it's that's like, the international symbol for I snuck out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's like, this guy always refuses when I try to off uh, scrub his lower back. And then we just see him like in his uniform running away. Ha ha ha! Got away. Toilet paper on the on the shoe. <laughs> So, so he hops on a plane to Hong Kong. He does go to Hong Kong first. No, he does. You're right. No, he goes right. Uh, wherever the fuck his master <laughs> California. lives. California. California. I want to say L.A. because it's the late 80s and everything was in L.A. Maybe San Francisco because you know we learn later on. <laughs> you know, you're 100% right. It's San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco treat. So he shows up. He, he, he meets the, the wife of his master, greets him. Uh, Murray, I got I to gotta paint this picture. John Claude wearing the deepest tank top as yes. he does, so his uh, pecs are fully exposed. His his abs, which are ripped as fuck, are kind of peeking over. But that's how low this tank top goes. Yes, it's like the 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 tank top meets the top of his pants. Yes, <laughs> because his pants are so high, and then he's got this... so cinched waist because he's probably has like a twenty like twenty six inch waist or some shit yeah. like that. Oh my god, yeah. So, <laughs> so they're he's... cinched like a motherfucker, <laughs> baggy down the bottom. <laughs> and then he's got this nice leather jacket, oversized leather jacket. And he's got to be wearing dress shoes, too, because that would be a European oh, thing to be wearing. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah. Knocks on the door. Hello, it's just me. He's got that, like, his hair was, like, weird. It was, like, styled for some reason. Like, later on, he just had that kind of nerd parted on the side. But for this scene, it was, like, very styled. I don't remember this. You yeah. really care yeah, about this yeah, ha- hair in this scene. Yeah, because it didn't fit the rest of the movie. That's why it threw me off. Okay, okay. You're, but, you're right. <laughs> it's probably because he was going to see his master after so long. His master, you so know like, I hate when you wear that nerd hair. And so he's like, I'm going to wear my best leather, pull my pants up so high. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this, this one. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like Mr. Burns. He's just like... 
Pull your pants up. That was like one of their things they had. Like Mr. Burns with the sideburns. Cut yeah. your sideburns. Oh, oh my god, that like, was such a good bit. Oh my god. So his master is just laying in his bed. We don't even get to see the master yet. Oh. We meet the wife. Oh right. And then she opens the door. We see her face, and then <laughs> flashback. We get the longest flashback in movie history. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works so well, but this works. So fucking well. You know how they say when you die, your life flashes before your eyes? He's like flashback before his eyes. <laughs> because this takes, he's probably like thinking for like 10 seconds, but we get like 10 minutes of, in, of so we info. Get, we get young Jean-Claude being dubbed, by the way. First of all, the worst, like this kid looks nothing like Jean-Claude. He looked really like he got dropped on his head. He, he, yeah. he has special needs. He looked like he's, the Olivier Gruner uh, as a kid. No, maybe. he didn't even look like that. He just looked like some greasy Italian guy like and he's like supposed to be this like French or Belgian kid yeah. and him they're, they're, they're breaking into uh well, he's this he's he's just following he's not yeah these guys he's, he's a follower yeah these two like no good kids are breaking in and he's it, just like it's this Japanese family that just moved into this beautiful house and and you gotta remember World War II is still fresh in their mind it's probably 20 no, years later yeah, it's very fresh you're right so we so, got we got to check these people out. So they're peeping in the window. They they have not put out any furniture or anything, but a katana above the fireplace. Right. And these kids, these bullies, they see it and they're just like, oh, "We can these, get that for drug money." Oh my god, we could buy so much. You know how many Air Jordans I could buy with this? Oh my it was god, the 80s. I I could get so much. Of that. Even though I think this is supposed to be the seventies because he's young, but yeah, they're still wearing kind of eighties clothes. They are them. wearing eighties clothes, yeah. big time. <laughs> And so this is the show how acclimated young Frank Dukes is. This is this isn't the real Frank Dukes, right? This is amalgamation of Jean Claude Van Damme and Frank Dukes. So yeah. he is a young Belgian child, yes, newly transplanted to America, and he wants to fit in. We learned that he's a follower, yeah. So he is like, I'm when in San Francisco, dressed like a San Franciscan. I I, lo- I, I got to point this out. So many cyber. This episode is going to go so long. It very akin to Samurai Cop. Huge window that they just walk right through. <laughs> Don't even have to bend over. Right. Even other kids just walk right in. Anyways, Jean Claude, baby Jean Claude, walk in dressed like a San Franciscan. So of course, what do you don? Well, I I would definitely wear a San Francisco Giant baseball cap. Well, yeah, that makes sense. It goes out saying. But then you. You put on a <laughs> New York football Giants jersey? Yeah, right. Obviously, the person who was the, the costumer or whatever they call it for this, like, this was like, well, they're both a Giants <laughs> on them. I don't know. Fuck. So he's wearing, yes, he's wearing a baseball Giants hat, which is from San Francisco, and a football Giants jersey, which is from New York. And I have to point this out because not only do I love Maybe this we're guy. wrong. Maybe this takes place in fucking New Jersey, <laughs> Maybe. and he just likes the fucking gi- the, you know, the baseball team. I love it. But here's the, here's the uh, because I haven't watched this movie in so long. Uh, one of my dearest friends gave me a nice autographed photo of Bart Oates, who happens to be the guard for the Giants, the New York football Giants in 80s. Uh, 
and who also wore 65. John Claude is wearing his jersey, and that made me so. Who buys an offensive lineman's jersey? A movie on a low budget that could get there for like five dollars. Look, and, it's like, a, and then you pointed out it's a knockoff Bart Oates jersey. It just has a five on the sleeve. There's no name on the back. I fucking love this. I just, I, I love everything about that. Oh, my God. So while they're, like, fondling that katana, Master Tanaka, his ninja senses kick in, and you yeah. know something's wrong. He runs in. And the two bullies, they fucking take right. off, don't they? Yeah, they throw the fucking, hey, take this. They throw the, the sword at uh, Frank. He automatically grabs it. Yeah. And then they just jump out that window because, like you said, they can just walk out. And Frank's, like, I don't know. I think he's super autistic or something. Because he <laughs> yeah, he's so, special. He's definitely special. Needs. He's so dumbfounded. <laughs> he just stands there. He's like, what are you doing with my katana? Yeah. I don't know. It was them. And then he grabs the katana. Then, then doesn't his son show up and beat the shit out of him? Little, it's a fucking little Kankazugi. Little Kankazugi. And he fucking like <laughs> uppercuts him. He does a Hayabusa or something. <laughs> it's like, somehow they're the same age. Kane looks like he's five and he looks like he's 16. Dude. But that explains, you know, why they're in school together. Because fucking <laughs> Frank has special needs. So he's in a special <laughs> needs class. They're this in the same the class. 80s, so they would have held them back. <laughs> they're in the same class together. <laughs> And it's like, but oh, And so, God. yes, little Kane just fucks him up. And he's like, whoa, man, I like that. Wait, is he a cholo now? What was that? <laughs> hey, at least he's in Chicago. Actually. <laughs> it's a good point. And so then all of a sudden a light bulb goes off on Pastor Tanaka's head. And he's like, I have an idea how I can use this child. Wait, did, are you even going to bring up how he cuts his head? Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Dude, I, I forgot about this. I, I didn't even see it the last two times I watched it. Yes, he slices the brim off. He's like, that is a bogus Severus go giant that. He's like, I'm a Dodger fan. And John claude does not even flinch. And he notices that. Yeah. First of all, it's Frank. I said John claude Yes. I? Yeah. That's okay. Frank doesn't notice that. Frank doesn't notice that. And he notices that. He noticed that he doesn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, mm, I could use this child. I think it was more that Frank was too dumb to register what was happening. <laughs> right. But yeah, he's, but, yeah, he's but, like, this guy is steel cold. <laughs> so he calls up Frank's parents. I have a proposition for you. I'm surprised Frank could remember his home number. <laughs> it's, it was actually written in the back with Bart's own jersey. If you find this guy, call 555. He had an emergency wrist bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a dog collar with a tag on it. He's microchipped. And so he calls. And then he goes off in the spiel. We learned that, okay, apparently... Once again, remember, it's the amalgamation of Frank Dukes and Jean-Claude. So the parents are like French or Belgian or something. And we learned that they're in America because for making wine. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tanaka. Heavy, heavy plot point, by the way. Ta heavy plot yes, point. Tanaka, he's given up the way of the ninja, and now he's just breeding koi. That's like his thing. So he's like, I have a proposition for you. Let your son be my son's punching bag. And I will teach him science. Or I don't know. I didn't get what the fuck they were talking about. Dude, there's this weird discussion. Uh, you, you got a table, tea set out, Oreos are set out, some maki set out, and they pan out. <laughs> I was under the, 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 the idea. This is what – I'm, like, thinking sensibly. I'm not thinking, like, Frank Dukes and, like, 40 chess. I'm like, okay, so what – 
what they're he's offering the proposition is I'm gonna train your son in martial arts and you'll teach my dumb son like how to make wine. I don't know. And then it's like, no, that's not it. He's like, I want your son to be a punching bag for my son so he can learn. And they're like, well, he's pretty dumb already, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Oh, my God. So, yes, they basically sell their son to uh, Master Tanaka. Okay. And fun, the son calls him a fucking round eye to throw it in. He's just, yeah. And this is the weird thing, too. Like, So I'm like, okay, this is an inner the ninja scenario where they got you got the round eye who's better. So the show Kazugi's character would hate him, but no. Wait, what movie did you reference? Inner the Ninja. Did it, they did that under the yeah. Show? I was thinking of uh, what is samurai? What was the samurai one we did? Because that had the American same, samurai. American samurai. Yes, that, that was the, had, yeah. yeah. It, it always is it. There's there's a million movies where a white guy is better at martial arts <laughs> than the Asian and, guy, and it's like his uh, uh, stepbrother. Or whatever right, they, right. Yeah. So they're like, there's a little bit of a rivalry, and Dukes, he's pissed, man, because he's he realized he even he puts it together. Oh, I'm just here to get punched by your son? I, well, yeah, there's that, and then he's not learning, like, the roundhouse and everything. He's like, I want to learn the roundhouse, <laughs> papa. He's calling the guy papa at this time. <laughs> Bear in mind, like, we didn't we didn't say it enough already. This is all being dubbed. I don't know why they're dubbed. This, like, this kid might be special needs. This actor. Because <laughs> I don't think he's ever been in another movie. Maybe they picked him off the street. And, like, I love that as a kid, I was so stupid. <laughs> I did not know how to, like, detect these types of things. So... I believe this character 100. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> percent I started watching this movie when so I was like, like we eight. said, there's tension because of the mastery of the canon. Canon, they can just give you so much information so quickly. So the next, very next scene, we're at school. Where once again, Frank is eight, sixteen. This kid's like six. They're in the same class together. He's got a little trash stash growing. <laughs> he's fucking. Oh my god! And he's, apparently, we thought this was Kane. This kid's Shane. Yeah, he's because Shane he's getting sure. fucking. He can beat up fucking a, a fucking mentally challenged guy, but he can't beat up a regular kid. Was this Enter the Ninja? Where they had the scene where that was Kane Revenge gets, of the Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja, yeah. where Kane gets in a fight and he starts yeah. fighting all the bullies and they're towering over him, <laughs> identical to that except that. This is Shane. So he gets his. This might be uh, another side of the school. You know? So, yeah, Shane gets his ass. Yeah, beat. because remember, Kane, he loved his Dodgers gear. So yeah, that, that's a good point. This guy loves the Giants gear. Yeah. So, fucking uh, uh, Frank Ducks walks up. He fucking throws a cigarette out because he's a broody he's, teenager. He's like 20 years old. He's like, hey. He's tower overing these kids because they're like in the same grade as Shane. Or what's the son's name? Shane. <laughs> Shane, I love it. So he's Shingo. towering over with Cheeto. So he's towering. You just wrote Shingo. Oh, no, I actually did figure it out oh. at some point. So I was like, oh, it's Shingo. Okay. So he's towering over uh, uh, these uh, bullies, and he just starts fucking wrecking them. He's like slamming their bikes with pegs on he's them. He's doing Ray Jackson style fighting. Dude. That's why he got along with them. He's like, I know Ray Jackson because I was <laughs> Ray Jackson when I was 16. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was probably crushing beer cans over his head. So, yeah. So then there's a respect. I just got to applaud ourselves here because we are helping people realize the side of uh, blood sport that they never saw. Right. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. So we Shane and uh, Frank, they respect each other now. Yeah. He he helps him back up. He picks his books up, too. That's a a fucking cool move there. Mm. So then we learn... 
and along with others learning, Frank learns about the Kumite. We learn that the whole reason that, right. that Tanaka is training his son is because, and I'm assuming that katana that that Tanaka had was when he won the Kumite. Yeah. So this is a family thing. This is about yeah. honor. It, it passes down per generation, and Papa Shango's picked this up, and he's like. I want to go on and be the Kumite champion for my dad. So, flash forward. Look, 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 every we're, great canon movie. We do a lot of time jumping here, <laughs> flash guys. Flash forward. Flash forward in our flashbacks. Remember, we're still in a flashback. Fucking, fucking Shane's dead. Like, he's just, we don't, we never learned how he died. Ow, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hurt my elbow. Corbin got him, probably. Corbin? You mean COVID? Wait, Corbin? <laughs> COVID. Uh, seven killed him. No, that... no, don't say that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So, don't, please don't confuse that. It's nineteen because of the I year. I didn't know that. I, I'm I, I, I'm just saying it out loud. And so everyone fucking Tanaka is heartbroken because he can't train around die for the Kumite. So he's like, no more training. Yeah, and he's like, you haven't trained me. All you've been doing is using me as a punching bag for the well, past five years. He also explains that this was a generational thing. Son to son to son, it passes on like a hairline. You know, you just. It well, goes. we learn not only that we learn there's heartbreak in Tanaka because he had a family before this. That's right. And he lost them in yep. Hiroshima, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he's like, "This was my chance, you know. My I had a second chance in life with his son, and now he's mysteriously dead. We're never going to talk about why, hour, whatever. He's dead. It's yeah. All we, and he's like, you can train me. Yeah. Of course, I can't train you. <laughs> you are Japanese. You got round eyes." <laughs> And so Frank is like, no, you must train me. He he hits him with this, like, you said you could never be one style. We have to meld our cultures. <laughs> he does hit him with yeah, something. To, to win the Kumite, you must do multi-styles. Yeah. And so that that hits uh, 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 the pops. Tanaka. Tanaka. Pa- Tiger Tanaka. Tiger, Papa, Tanaka, he's like, oh, my God, this kid's right. I hate it. For the first time ever since I've known him, he hasn't been a punching bag. He's right. Student becomes a teacher. Oh. And so. Punching bag becomes a teacher. We start getting some great. I think, does it start out with a young Frank's montage and meld into the junk log? If there is a young Frank, it's one frame. (laughs) You barely see it. It's a subliminal message because I think it does go instantly to... John Claude, where his hair's a little bit kind of longer, so he looks yeah. younger, and we pick up the training from there. Right. So we get this is our second montage of the movie, and we get the classic. You've seen it in Kickboxer. Yep. We get the stretching. Uh, the stretching is last. You got to say you, well, you, yeah. you can't lead with that. Well, one. we all but we all know Stick that stick fighting. Uh, he tries to teach him how to take a bra off with one hand. Uh, I, they threw a little revenge. It's the 80s. We get the fucking grab the koi fish out of the pond. Yes, grab it. Blindfold fight. Bear in mind, everything. Blindfold weight, weight staff. That's later. Yeah. It starts with fighting because you got to feel you got to get you got to be able to defend a punch. Some, I, 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 call me crazy, but I think everything he learns is going to come into play later on. There, there's something about today. this. Kanan really learned how to go <laughs> back to foreshadow. You yes. know? So they they are setting it all up like that tea party you wanted to get into, right? Um, but John Claude, we don't really get to see. We, no, we do kind of get to see him progress a little bit, and it's not until they get to the stretch machine that he really, w- which John Claude loves to do the stretch machine. Right. He did he did it in Kickboxer. 
It was the original prototype for that Chuck Norris thing, the exercise machine that he had. Oh, the Total Gym? Yeah, Total Gym. 2000, by the way. It's to yeah. 2000. Again, name for the year. Well, right, because this is 88, so this yeah. is the prototype, like I said. Yeah. They didn't perfect it till 2000. And, and so Jean-Claude gets stretched completely out. And at first, he's wincing in that pain, man. He he can't handle it. It's too much for him. And uh, uh, Shanaki, I'm sorry. I Tanaka, can't. you racist Tanaka. fuck. Round-eye fuck. Oh, thank you. I needed that. Uh, he can't handle it, and he starts crying out in pain. This is Frank Duck, by the way. It hurts. Oh, it hurts so much in my groin and in my beats. And finally, pits. <laughs> I've never heard anyone hurt in the pits, but okay. So, so uh, Tanaka turns his back on him. He's like, "This fucking, he's hopeless. This French bitch is hopeless." He's like, "You know what? I'll teach. I'm gonna teach you to how to do blind tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just teach him how to serve me tea blindfolded. I'll, I'll make that into some kind of training." Yeah, so we get a scene of him serving his Tanaka and Come his on, wife. Murray, you're what? going too far no, again. Not. You are. I'm going exactly what you have written down. Okay, go ahead. You're actually ahead of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Is the blind tea first? Yes. Oh, okay. So we get the blind. He's just serving tea blindfolded. <laughs> like, that was just a martial arts thing. It's, it's, it's fucking Karate Kid. Why did it come up before or after this? After. Oh, before. Before. I was going to say, this is probably before, so I think they yeah. kind of borrowed this scene. So it's like, yeah, flip the script and make a white man your servant. Yeah, Tanaka sitting down, unlike, uh, what's his name, Miyagi. He's His wife's still around. This, his second wife, apparently. Right, yeah. And so he's serving tea. The wife is fucking smiling <laughs> ear to ear. Yes. By the way, she has not aged a day. No. Neither, neither one of them. Has. That's a good point. I, I forgot. About, it's that tea they're drinking. Yeah, Whatever's so in there, ancient Chinese I secret. Think, I think they're drinking Duda coffee. But think, I think so. It slows down <laughs> the aging process. It does a lot. <laughs> and so, yeah, we get that beautiful. He's like, he's like, maybe he's picking stuff up. He actually served tea without spilling a drop. You see, I thought this is where they were going with this because Tanaka takes a uh, empty glass and puts it in front of him. I thought what he was trying to do is be like, he's gonna pour it where he thinks the glass is. Right. He moves the glass, lifts his arm, and tries to <laughs> chop him in the face. I was like, what? That's where we're going with this? No. Yeah. But. Frank Ducks catches it. Right. And then he's like, he's learning. And then we cut back to him, back on that fucking stretch machine. I mean, I, I don't know why you're cutting away from the wife's face. because oh, she's, she's She was ready to fuck. I think that's what Tanaka was doing here. He's like, I need to get my wife ready because I want to bang her tonight. We're going to make a new son tonight. But yeah, we go back to the stretch machine. That's probably why they tied him up and left him out there because they wanted to go fuck. And then he's like, my Pete's. <laughs> and then he flexes his Pete's. And the fucking thing collapses. It explodes. He doesn't. He doesn't break the ropes. He breaks the things holding the ropes. This time he doesn't say anything. You see him close his eyes and he's in pain. And Tanaka turns his back. But then he starts hearing like the tense, the tension in the ropes and the and then in the structure. So he turns around and John Claude is dead eye staring him in the face. A little bit of a chub going. He's a little <laughs> excited about himself. He's a little into himself. And he's just pulling the rope. He has elevated like four feet somehow. Uh, he's yeah, hovering he's, at this he's, point. He's almost standing vertically. He got the glow. He did get the glow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he can't stop the glow. So he just the fucking machine just explodes. 
It's not really a machine. It's just ropes and pulleys. But you get my point. It explodes. And he's like, you're finally ready. You can actually stand up in this machine. So we get the scene where he's got that, that, that katana from earlier. Keep in mind, we're still in this flashback. We're about an hour we're, into the flashback. Still in the flashback. 20 minutes in the movie, <laughs> hour into the flashback. And he's like, you have earned this. And then th- does Frank just basically go like, no, I have to earn my own? I don't remember what happened to this. I really don't remember. I thought he was just like, I accept. I, okay. I don't remember anything. So that, that breaks him out of his flashback. So now we know everything we need to know about the Frank Ducks Dukes character. Why he's uh, uh, affiliated with Tanaka. And how, what he, how he learned his martial arts. Why he needs to be in the Kumite. And, of course, why he did his hair the way he did. Right. Did that explain it for you? No, I'm a little foggy on that. A but foggy. we okay. you know, only have 90 minutes. So we he gets to go see uh, Tanaka, who... Um, his wife. I don't remember the wife's name. I don't know. If she had no name. They never mentioned her name. So she's like, of course you can see him, but he he's in bed. So we get to see Tanaka in bed now. And he's yeah. lying there. His eyes are wide open. He's like, are you sleeping, Papa? Do you sleep with your eyes open? <laughs> Fucking idiot. He's still got a little resentment. Yeah. He's like, you're not my son. Yeah. Bart's son. <laughs> and so he's just like, I'm going to the Kumite. I'm going to Hong Kong. And then he's like, finally, I can die in peace. Yeah. Win the Kumote. So. Did they do the fist hand thing that John claude likes to do? Probably. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen this movie in a while. I'd never noticed how much Nine Power of the Ninja hand gestures are done in this movie. There's I was a lot. I was very happy to see that. I was like, I checked to see if Shokazugi was the fight coordinator. He was not. It was Frank Dukes. Murray, uh, I appreciate all that you have crafted for me over the years, but I really hope in the future you've given me three of the Nine Powers. I really hope I get more ornaments. I, I don't think you're all... ready for more than the three. <laughs> I keep them up there. I got them display in full display. Anyone who walks in my house knows. No, I three. just don't think physically you're ready to. You, you still need to master those three. Oh shit! Uh, uh, I, I can do. <laughs> I can definitely do all of those. <laughs> yeah, they're, what they're, what they're, are, what they're actually the those are the ones that are actually easy to draw. The rest were just like I didn't know what the fuck was going. So we cut to John Claude. He is immediately in Hong Kong. No need to do some fucking airplane jokes with peanuts and weird no. food. We just go to Hong Kong. He's on a double-decker bus. He's got a little Polaroid out. He's taking pictures. And then you, then you just hear in the background this big fart. Yep. And you're like, uh-oh, steer gum trouble. And it's our man, Ogre. Oh, he's got a beer. He sits down. He's got the biggest, not fresh, very dirty, white Reeboks. <laughs> These were beautiful. You can tell this man cares about the environment because he's like, I don't need fresh whites. These things are... Amazing, <laughs> grimy white Reeboks, <laughs> and he's just—he's got Zubaz on. He's got—he's got the fucking gold gym tank top. No, he doesn't. Baggiest fucking. No, he doesn't. He's got like a very important person in your life. He's got the Harley shirt on. Oh yeah. And he probably doesn't own a Harley. And so he's got a beer cracked open, and I love seeing the old cans where it's just like the teardrop formation that cracks open. You know? Do you know what I mean? Oh, instead of having like the wide mouth uh, tab that we <laughs> oh, have yeah. now in cans, they have yeah. Mm. Anyways, but he sits down, he turns his head backwards over the top <laughs> style because that's a thing, and he leans into the girl in front of him. Hey there, good looking. How would you like to get with some American muscle? And she totally gives him a cold shoulder. And John Claude is just like this guy's adorable. 
I love him. And then he just belches in the chick's face, probably a dyke. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> and then he winks at Giancolo and he goes, this would be my best friend. <laughs> oh, my God. So then they do a little small talk and they learn they're going to the same hotel. Yeah. It's like, you're in the Kumite, too? I don't even think they do. They I think don't. They, you're right. No. They don't. They because, just go to the bar. Because there's, <laughs> there's this great scene, this great video game scene. Yeah. No. So, Ray Jackson. Let me, let, wait. Paint a picture. You're right. You're right. Go yeah. ahead. So, uh, Frankie goes to check in. He notices that lovable imp from the, the earlier in the day on the bus is playing a video game. Yeah. The classic karate video game, which mm. I fucking hated because it made no fucking sense. The game looked awful. Yeah. You, have you ever played it? I don't It had I no don't. buttons. It just had two yeah, fucking I've, joysticks. I think I've seen it one time in my life, and I was like, I don't have a quarter to spare. But I really do want to play it now. I, pl- just I, to I put a quarter in it and lost like in five seconds. I was like, yeah. what? Like, because it made no sense. I guess if you played it five million times, it would make sense. But yes, Probably. it had just two joysticks, no buttons, and it was just basically a karate tournament. Kind of a little foreshadowing to what we're going to get later on. Ooh, good point. And he's like, hey, you play video games? Uh, nope, like, but I'll give it a go. I don't like, know why John Claude has this voice, too. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm going to con this guy. And then, of course, like, fucking, like you said, he's got the glow. Well, John Claude tries to put a quarter in, and he's like, oh, no, 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 brother. <laughs> I will not make a man pay for his own death. <laughs> so they start playing and of, of course Frank just destroys him first time he ever even played a video game Frank oh my god Frank is so Steven Seagal and he's like god damn you're good you ever play video games like and he's like, he's like this is my first time and then they made well, there was some joke where he was just like well this is some arcade fighting <laughs> but man I gotta tell you I'm in this secret fight called the Kumite <laughs> It's a secret fight. Yet everybody can shut the fuck up about. It. All the Asian guys keep quiet because they're not telling that reporter. They are. By the way, we skipped over the report. <laughs> oh. There is a report. Yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah. So Frank is yelling about the Kumite. <laughs> we'll get to her in a second. What I'm going to do here is uh, Frank is just like, oh yes, I am also in the Kumite, and does like a little bow. I don't know why he's bowing to everybody because he's respectful. He is. Oh, that's a good point. He's respectful. Uh, and that's when we cut over to the bar where there's this waitress who's just a blonde that we don't know yet. Her name's Janice, by the way. Yeah. We're going to use it. I uh, didn't even know she had a name. I never picked up her name the whole movie. It took me a long time. <laughs> I, I, I just put a report down. John Claude says it one time, but it sounds like he says Janet. He says, damn it, Janice. Yeah. And uh, so she, she's trying to grill these Asians. It's actually the yeah. Bruce Lee ripoffs, yeah. and they're thinking she's like a prostitute. Or she, something, they're so actually they don't want to talk to wearing her. the Bruce Lee like outfit he always has on, not the yellow one, just like one of those like I, I don't know, I don't know what they're called. I'm sorry, I'm racist. <laughs> okay. I don't care. Nobody cares because these characters don't matter. So, All we know about them is that they're not they're tight lipped. Yeah, and she's trying to loosen. They're them like cool. Mita? What? I don't know what you're talking about. And then they just yeah. leave her. And she's like, <sighs> But she hears those fucking ogres in the corner yelling over the video game about Akumate. And she's like, mm. And she sees them pecs with that she's, droop-necked fucking tank top. She also sees that white meat. And she's like, these guys are easy to con. We'll get them. So she's got her eyes on that. Meanwhile... There's those little MPs we learned. Some new characters introduced into the story. I love how... This is amazing work by Canon, by the way. This movie works so well. You might recognize one of the MPs because he's 
Oscar winner, Forrest Whitaker. Holy fuck. And for some reason, Congressman Chuck Schumer is like his partner for some reason. That's interesting. Young Chuck Schumer. <laughs> and, and he's like 70 in this movie. That's a young Chuck Schumer. I'm not a fan of him. Uh, but wow. I'm a fan he of his cousin, Amy. And oh, my God. So. Is that actually your. Yeah, they're related. Oh, my God. No wonder why she and, got a career. And so, yes, Sorry, they're, on the, they're on the, the trail of Dukes. He went AWOL. That's not good. Yes. And I actually, it's funny because I looked it up like AWOL. Three days, mar- remarkably, like the Kumite. If you're gone for three days, you just get, you go to the brig or what, army jail yeah, yeah, for yeah. a month and you get docked pay for like a month. Okay. 30 days, dishonorable discharge. So he's in some little bit of trouble, even though he doesn't really care. For some reason, even though he's honorable, he's not honorable about the fucking deal he made with the U.S. Army to fucking, you know, sign up. So uh, our MPs are working with the military. I think I just think they're just I think they're just the Hong Kong police. So let's go with Hong Kong police. And we know they're looking for dupes. And then we cut. I think at this time they just get their orders from the army. They're not even in Hong Kong yet. No, I'm pretty sure they're. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think they yeah. are just uh, getting the orders. So the colonel, the colonel that we were supposed to meet earlier, is like, "Get this motherfucker!" I think you're right. I think and they're you're like, right. "Yes, sir." And this, meanwhile, this guy should be retired. He's seventy fucking years old. Like, yeah, two, I'll do two it. Weeks. I'll help you. I'm gonna get this guy. He's very. He's the very reasonable one. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. I think Rollins was his name in the movie. It's like Hellman and Rollins. I think were their names. Yeah. He he's the hothead. Yeah, and he's like, no, we're gonna do it nice here. I like that they them. give them like eighty cell phone tasers. That was a nice touch. <laughs> Gigantic. They look like fucking uh, Star Trek Next Generation phasers. Okay. I like that. And so yeah, so we we meet, we meet these new characters, and then we meet a very my favorite character. Yeah, because Frank is like. You know, uh, Wait, how are we going to get around here? I'm sorry, Ray, Ray. He's like, oh, man, I, I got to tell you all these video games are great, brother. But I got to get back and take some shut eye because I got a big match tomorrow. What hotel are you staying at? Deluxe. I'm staying at. The, let's get a cab. So they arrive at the Lux. Which is not the hotel name. I just don't know what to call. Well, it. where were they? Where, where were they at with the fucking video there game? There was just the Kumite bar. <laughs> okay. There, there was just. A I brand, thought that was the hotel bar. No, that was a random you, bar. They were. They weren't checking. I thought they were checking in there. I don't think so. But then a guy comes up and goes, "Hey, Mr. Lin wants to see you at the hotel." And then we meet one of my no, favorite. They, they go to check in, and Lin shows up. Well, some no somebody says Mr. Lin because they just want to establish his name was Mr. Lin. Oh, okay. So then we learn we meet Jimmy Mouth of the South. East Asia, Lynn, because he looks like an Asian version of Jimmy Hart Jimmy from Hart. WWF. And he's like, hey, baby, how you doing, baby? How you doing? I he's love- got a megaphone for some reason. <laughs> he's got the just- tie, the piano tie on. God, I love him. He's like, great to meet you. It's, 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 hey, are you Frank Ducks? You look like a Ducks. Actually, I, I reversed that. He says, you look like a Jackson. Are you Jackson? And that must make you Ducks. First of all, we've learned, we've seen enough of these movies. <laughs> If you look like a Jackson, you're a black guy. <laughs> but, but this one, I, this, Cannon was like, "We got it. We got to even it out." Because who's our favorite Jackson in Canon? Steve James. Steve James, Curtis of Jackson. course. Curtis Jackson. Oh, Fifty Cent. So <laughs> it's Ducks, not Dukes. And he's like, "Well, whatever the fuck." 
I'm going to take you, baby, where you need to go. And let me show you the ropes. Let me tell you everything. So now we get a nice little info dump about Hong Kong underworld, the Kumatai. You see, when I, I started hurting early on about, like, Hong Kong's fight, I was like, I know, because Bloodsport taught me when I was eight. Right. And this is the history lesson. So, I mean, here's the thing. Hong Kong is basically the New York City of Asia. I mean, there's tons of money there. But there, like, every city, there's that underbelly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and what, and, and we'll learn in our next movie, Angel Town. Never go past Fourth Street. Fourth Street is where you do not cross. And he goes, because if you do, you better protect your nuts. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is a tour, and he's also taking them to uh, the Kumite grounds. Yeah, he's like, he's like, ogre. The horrors are there. I know you're gonna want to be there. Yeah. The, the fucking highways and pants he, shop he, is there. He gives them a little dude. card with like the I, I I'm sorry I the 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 symbols. I know there's like several different like uh, languages, kanja and kinja and shit. He gives them the symbols that'll say nude women will fuck you <laughs> to ogre. He's like, here you go. I know you need this, and you can thanks, fuck. brother. <laughs> Where do I cross some leaders? Uh, but they go up to this alley. Give me some of that sake. <laughs> Y'all drink. <laughs> they go up to this alley, and, uh, you know, there's people waiting there, and they're in their suits, and it's like, okay, we're in a slum, and there's people in suits. Yeah, Nothing so weird about this. And Lynch is like, hey, don't worry. These are the Americans. And he's like, these are USA? Okay, USA. I don't know why I love this line. I just love it because the guy. <laughs> well, first of all, he said it like Lurch. He's like, okay, USA. <laughs> yeah. I you love rang. it. So we go to the back door of the Kumite. And I love this. They do a first person shot of them like walking down this like filthy dark alley. There there's like people, bowels of hell. People walking out with their crying babies and their slip it's like there's people with like legs missing, there's freaks. It's just, it gets really dark. It, it it's just like depression porn is right. this alley. <laughs> I forget what they call that, but yeah, but, it's but at the end of that that filthy brick road, there is the beautiful palace of Kumatai. Oh yeah! And we walk in, and you gotta get, you gotta, you know, sign in. Yep. You gotta show your invitation because this yep. is invitation only. Of fight. course, you gotta show your golden ticket. And so they got him, Ray and and uh, Frank, and they're like Tanaka clan. You round eye. Who did you steal this from, Tanaka? You see the people like talking amongst themselves. They keep doing the round figures over their face. Like, who the fuck is it? This you ain't Tanaka clan. And he's like, "Look, if you're Tanaka, you know the secret of Denmark." Excuse me. And then though, that's what that, that, that's what that, Jackson says. What? This is amazing because the dojo. There, we see all of our uh, prize fighters from earlier in the movie from every different country. Right. They're all in the background, and when you hear Denmark. It is like a dog whistle going off because everybody stops what they're doing and they turn. They're like, someone just say fucking Din Mock. I haven't seen a Din Mock in years. <laughs> and then fuck, even Chong Lee's licking his lips. He's like, I can't wait to see this shit. He's pecking his pups. <laughs> his, or his, peck, his pecs are pumping. His pecs are pumping, yeah. And so we learned Din Mock is the ancient art of, I guess... Breaking bricks. I mean, it's supposed to be the death touch, but apparently, yeah. It's the five-finger death touch. Yeah. So he, he's like, can you put on this mixtape I put together? It's by a great band, American band, called Five Finger Death Punch. They, they, they show him to a stack of bricks, and he's like, which brick do I break? Because he's thinking he's breaking them all. 
No yeah. problem. Not a sweat. Well, doesn't I think at first I think maybe it was Jackson or somebody goes the third one there. Yeah. And then the guy goes no 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 no. Yeah. As as Jean Claude is getting ready, he's getting his chi together. He's concentrating all of his energy. He leans back. He's getting ready to strike, and the guy goes no. Bottom brick. And what he's saying there's is there's about six bricks piled up. Yeah. It's th- good. Set dressing, Murray. God, we're so good at our jobs. So he's like... That's why the president called us. Bottom brick. That is why he called us. And what he is saying for uh, Frank Dukes to do is break only the bottom brick. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, if you know the secret of Denmark, it's it's simple. So John claude just shrugs. He gets a little smirk on his face like, I was hoping for this shit. I'm ready for it. And... Go figure. He does it. He just goes, get a nice slow motion shot. He's like, yeah! He hits the top brick, and the fucking chi, the kinetic energy, goes through the top five and hits all in that bottom one. Everybody in the fuck, like all the fighters are just like, I hope I don't fight this man. And then you got finally a close-up on Bolo, and he's got a line. Bolo has a line. And he's I he's think got- he was dubbed, too. But yeah, he was dubbed. Yeah. He's always dubbed. Yeah. His, his packs are just they're like going out of control. It's like double base packs at this point. It's and like he, you're being blinded, mesmerized by it. And Frank Ducks takes. He, they're like dead eyed with each other, and he's like, "That's good, but bricks, they don't fight back. Ooh, bricks not hit back. Ooh, I love now, it. Now, now the MPs have finally landed in. Yes, Hong because. Kong. You know, we, we forgot to point out when we were talking about him earlier. They went to Tanaka's house to look for Frank. That's right. That's what, That's what they did. And then she, like the fucking wife, blabs. The, She's wa- like, the wife was like, "He came here a few days ago, and he was going to go to Hong Kong to fight in a secret tournament called the Kuma Day." It's at the win. end of a greasy alleyway. Can't miss it. It's on the other side of Fourth Street. If you meet a man named Ray Jackson, it'll take you there. He's going to be down at the fucking strip joint, <laughs> chugging sake. So, yeah. So they go, brilliant clue. So they show up in Hong Kong. <laughs> brilliant clue. And the inspector first plays dumb. He's like, Kumite? And then he looks at the camera and winks. Oh. Never heard of it. Oh, my God. That wink. I wish that was an embellishment. <laughs> that was real. So we're back at that Kumite bar that you brought up earlier. Yep. Kumite we bar. A, we need another great character. An Asian guy yes. <laughs> called Hussein, who we know he's Arab because they're wearing those like headscarves yeah, the Arabs yeah, yeah. wear. Like, it's, Iron like got the, it's got the thick black band. It looks like an then, Italian uh, restaurant like tablecloth yeah. with a headband around it. Yeah. And two of the guys are like Arab, but the Hussein is <laughs> Asian for some reason. He just he, he maybe grew he's up there. He, maybe he's Indonesian because I think that they're Muslim in Indonesia. Oh, okay. So maybe yep. that's okay. It. And he's got the sweet ass gold tooth. They, he does. You're right. Wow, that was foreshadowing. I didn't even realize it. The we'll mastery of Golden Globus, we'll dude. This is their best movie. It is. I, I, this is. I'm not kidding. I think this was. Junk Law never topped this movie. This yeah. is his best movie. No. He, much like a young Matt Hannon, he should have quit while he was ahead. Excuse me. Do you think this is the best Cannon movie? No. Based on just what the general audience would say. If this was General start, audience, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's not obviously, my favorite. It's in my top 10, maybe top five. Yeah. Obviously, we have a different opinion because right. we love so much more about, yeah. Right. But I think this is their most commercially accepted movie. Yeah. And so we see these guys. They're talking with Janice. Oh. And they're, come on, you American whore. Give it up. 
And she's just we, like, we know all your American blondes. You 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 loose. You got you got pussy loose. Just like that movie, uh, Puss Loose was it called? Yeah, that was with great. Patrick Swayze, Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he got the puss loose. And she's like, I'm not that kind of lady. And then fucking ever a gentleman, Frank. Excuse me, what is going on here? Excuse oh, me. we're fucking this bitch. Shut up. And uh, the guy wants to throw down immediately. Well, he thinks he's the every like everyone who's in the Kuma, they think they're the baddest ass wherever they're from, whatever fucking yeah. country they're from. But this he's never met Frank Dukes. I mean Frank is totally calm, cool, collected. Ray ready to fight. Yeah. Ray's he's like, like Let me fuck this guy up, brother. He's got a half a beer and I want to drink it. No, Ray. We cannot fight here. He's like, what do you say we fight for that pussy, bro? <clears throat> We're totally ignoring that she's even there. Oh, yeah. She is definitely a third wheel in this uh, situation. And Frank was, hey, I got a better idea. Well, if they fight, they, we learned the rules oh, yeah. earlier, by the way. We didn't go over the rules. But basically. Oh, we learned the rules later on. Oh, when but there is a simple rule yeah. where you cannot. Lynn teaches us this, yes. this rule. You cannot fight outside of the no. Kumate. And if right. you do, you are disqualified. Right. So Frank is just like, Lake. Guys, we cannot go out in the alien fight, so I got a new idea. I'm going to put this coin in your palm, and I will pull it from your palm. Before you can close your hand. And he's like, that, that sounds... Uh, you can't do that. He's like, well, let me try. So Hussein puts his hand out. He puts And nice of little... course, if I win, I get the good puss, and you go home and wank it to your buds. And you circle jerk it. And he's like, well, that sounds like a good deal, because there's no way in hell you can get this coin out of my hand. I'm the fastest there is. That's why I'm in the Kumite. Mm. And so he puts his hand out, puts a nice little American coin quarter in his, in his palm. Yep. And then <clears throat> lightning quick. You just see it. Bare, and you see the hand close. He's like, yeah. ah, I won you. But you clearly see that there's a coin in his hand when he closes it. Right. So everybody is like, <laughs> wait, Frank Duck sucks. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, uh, of course, Hassan pops up, and he's just like, he can feel that coin in his hand. It's heavy, and he's just like, look, American asshole, I have your coin, and now I get her coin purse. And he opens it up, and it's a token for that video game. Oh! So you're not, kidding me. Yeah, so not, so not only, he's like, I guess that's his, like, you're like, uh... What's the second place like trophy kind of thing? It's like you're uh, not getting puss, yeah. but I turned this quarter into a token so you can play a video you game. You can play that video game. Uh, <laughs> Commensatory prize. I yeah, can't think of like the word. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you, I'll see you in the Kumite. And he oh. storms out. John Claude adjusts his pants a little bit, gets up a little higher for when he turns to Janice, who is pissed, by the way, because she has just been bet on as and an also, object. she's been working this guy for the last hour to try to find out about the Kumite. That's true, because, uh, foreshadow, she's a reporter. And so he winks and goes, see you around. Goes up to his room. This is, this is the Jean-Claude mandatory scene. Yeah, we get the next morning. We see there's a close-up of him. And I believe this is like the first day of the Kumite. So it he, is. Yeah, so he is getting this is qualified. All, 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 qualifiers. all ready for it. And, of course, Jean-Claude has to harness his chi. So, yeah. So we just see a nice close-up of him, fucking peck jelly all on him. Dude, slathered. And he's just doing the fucking, going through all the nine fucking powers. Can we talk powers. about the sunlight? Can we talk about the sunlight? It was perfect. 
The waves glistening on. Right. Well, that's it's the power of the packs. I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just so amazing. And he's going through all nine powers of the ninja with his hands. And we're like, okay, I've seen that before. I saw Shokazuki do that in Revenge of the Ninja, big deal. And then they pull back slowly. Ever so slowly. And we see Jean-Claude doing splits in between two chairs. Chairs. and, and That's then, amazing. And then because there's so much sexual tension, we need a little break from it. We get fucking a shot of ogre. You, you just, just hear, fucking... you just, no, you just hear a loud fart again. I think it's got cue. And then a beer crack. Hey, bro, you ready for that? You ready for a fucking qualifier today, bro? And uh, Ogre jumps across his bed. He's doing like a nice French pose there because he's, he's like, my buddy's French. I'm going to do a French pose. He's fucking worst. I mean, in a, in a movie full of awful outfits, he's got like sweatpants on and like giant white Dude, tennis shoes. This is reminding me a lot of Mankind. Like, this is a Mankind. This is a Mick Foley character. Yeah, he is a Mick Foley. He's just a sloppy, yeah. just no physique. At all, exactly, and he's he's across <laughs> the bed, and even he he's got the mankind mask. I'm sorry, but like... I am a professional. Uh, he's got Frank or Frank. Ray's got a chub going too because John. <laughs> Collins... We wearing sweatpants. How can you hide it? <laughs> exactly. He's like, I was at the strip club, brother, and I got to tell you. You know what? That makes sense because all that pussy talk it's it's masking something else. You think? Yeah, I think he had he had more than a friendship. For you a think friend. he likes crowning men for real? I think at least Frank, yeah. Okay. Wait, Frank's gay? No. Frank is straight as they come. <laughs> Ray is. Because Ray's like, pussy this and pussy that, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, which I, is, you know, that's a signal. I was just confused. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> just like uh, Ray's confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Oh, we're walking. You're walking in with fucking uh, Jimmy Lynn. Oh, no. They don't get Jimmy Lynn. He's just like, hey, man, the bus is ready for us. And he can't break uh, Frank's concentration. Frank is so in uh, his chi. Right. And finally, I was like, hey, man, the boss is ready. We got to get to the Kumite. He farts, you- in, he farts in his face to <laughs> test him. And that doesn't even shake Frank. And so finally, after Put his finger giving- in a fucking glass of water, <laughs> and, like, after giving him a beer shower, he's like, man, we got to get to the boss. Are you ready? John Club peeks up and he's like, I am ready. <laughs> So they head down, and that's where they meet up with yeah. Jimmy Lynn. So Jimmy Lynn, he's like, he's like, man, bro, I can't wait until they're just fucking cheering for us. He's like, nah, man, the crowd loves Asians because we're so good looking. And then he flips his feathered hair, his Dude, little rat he's tail. Got those giant fucking <laughs> oh, and the megaphone and the fucking white suit that he's wearing with the oh god, I love it. So him. now, like a classic can of fashion, we <sighs> get the, all we need to know about the Kumite. We get a nice classic Kumite knowledge dump. Yeah. We learn that the Black Dragon Society mm. created many thousands of years ago oh, to find oh. out what is the great, who is the greatest fighter and what is the greatest style of fighting. Oh, yeah. and so every five years, Give we have a kumite to decide who is the greatest fighter in the world. Thank you. Oh, my God. So we cut to it. First fight. Betting. There's this money flying everywhere. Hold on. Hold on. Murray, 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 Murray. Rules. Well, no, we Jimmy Lynn gives the rules while the fight's going on. Oh, the first okay. fight goes you're, on. You're right. Excuse me. So he breaks it down. Apparently, did you think you would know the, the, the like? These aren't these aren't so much rules. There's the three ways to win. Excuse yes. me. I, I I'm I'm sorry. I'm so excited. This movie is so good. Jimmy uh, breaks it down while they're watching the first match. He's like, look, there's only three ways you can win in this fucking Kumite. Yeah, you can knock him on fucker out. And Ray, of course, is like, oh yeah, brother, that's what I'm planning to do. What? 
You can make him submit by saying, Mate. Or you can just throw him off the fucking platform that you're fighting. I, I love that Jimmy was just like, or just run the <laughs> motherfucker. Seriously, not a match plan. Jimmy yeah. is just like, run the motherfucker off yeah, the that, runway. That's, that shouldn't be part of it. It yeah. should just be knockout or submit. Yeah. And so we get that very first fight with our boy Jackson. Oh, I love God. his fucking like everybody's got like their geezer. He, he fights in a pair of sweatpants with Mick, a sash. He is Mick Foley. He doesn't even have a real like black belt. It's just a sash around yeah. like. And he's wearing a Harley Davidson tank top <laughs> and a Harley Davidson like uh, bandana. bandana around his head. Yeah. And he has, he, first of all, I can't, what happened to this guy? Even when he played Ogre, he had muscles. This guy has no body at all. Like, he has <laughs> he no muscle, muscle tone. Guy? Yeah. I don't remember him being muscle. I just remember him being huge. Yeah. Well, he has no muscle tone at all. He, he's built like Mick Foley. You're perfect fucking I, I know, comparison. I know. Because he has no muscle tone, and he, has, <laughs> and, he, and he fights like pro wrestling style. Like He, he has does. no style. He does the double overhand hammer Double and axe handle, yeah. Yeah. He does the fucking Russian leg sweep. And go figure. We're monkey talking flips about- <laughs> for days. <laughs> go figure. We're talking about him wrestling some guy. He gets to fight a nice little twink jobber. Right. Well, and much like Marco Runtz, he actually gets some moves in first because oh. he, he draws first blood. Yeah. Well, because he's trying to help him get his edge into the business. I thought Ray was just toying with him. He didn't take him well, seriously. Well, no, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I guess. I guess and then, but when Ray thing. sees blood, he just loses his mind. He's and playing it up for the crowd, I think. He was doing a lot of that. Like you said, it's pro wrestling style. Mm-hmm. Like he loves, and Chung Lee that's adopts a little bit of that later on. Yeah. But yeah, he's like milking it for the crowd. Like, yeah, bro. He's doing those fucking like Hulk Hogan, like I, hand to the uh, ear and shit. I gotta say, this kid. The he's got, he came. He actually came to the platform with grab them cakes. I mean, it's crazy. Grab them cakes. <laughs> I love that the twink even looked like he was out of Cobra Kai because I think they were trying to throw shade at Karate. Is that Billy Kid. Karate Kid. He looked like he had the he had like uh, the early or. I shouldn't say early, like the 18, 19-year-old mullet. He had the headband. He, he was a white kid. I think it was supposed to be I don't even a remember shade. what he looked like. So yeah. I remember noting this. That's why I wrote it in the notes. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so after getting blood drawn, what does he get, a bloody nose or something? Yeah, he gets, like, a bloody nose. Ogre is just like, no! And it, was it double axe hammer that gets him with? It's, I'm glad you pointed. He did scream nerds. Yeah. Uh, or maybe what he did was just grab him by the shoulder and punch him in the face once. What? I, I, he, I think he did both. He did do the – I know he did double axe hammer. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think he just punched him out. He just knocked him out with one punch. Yeah. he. Uh, I got here. He bashes the twink's face. This is a sm- – Ogre is pushing 300 pounds, six foot eight, and this guy is maybe my height. He's hey. pushing 5'8". I think Bruce Lee could have kicked Ogre's ass. Oh, there we go. There we go. Let's get that. Let's go ahead and get uh, Made in Hollywood. What was that movie? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 2. We'll have Ogre (laughs) fight Bruce Lee. And we'll have Bruce Lee lose again. And then he is so high on that win, which isn't really that win. He beat a jobber. Again, he beat a jobber. (laughs) He calls out Bolo, the champ. Wrestling. Wrestling. He did a promo. He pulled up his little Uh, coffee creamer. Oh, the cream of the crop rises to the top. Cream rises to the top, brother. (laughs) I love that they got Mean Gene for this part, though. (laughs) That was a nice touch. It was a very nice touch. But he calls out Bolo. Right. Did I don't know if we said it. I yes. just got to make Reigning sure. champ Bolo. Yeah. 
So he goes back. Bro, did you see that, bro? That was amazing. Oh, the way I crushed that twin And then store. Frank just puts a finger up to his lips. Shh. What, what took you so long? <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted to say that with you. <laughs> and he's like, oh. And then it humbles him, though. It was He needed that. He calms down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, wait, maybe I didn't have my best game out there. I got to work on it. So, <laughs> so Jimmy Lynn... He goes, wait, wait, Bolo, he's coming up next. He's the champ. And then he breaks down all of Bolo's stats. Dude's never lost. Yeah. He has the record for the fastest win of all time. One time, he murdered a squirrel and watched it rival around. I don't know why he has his voice, too. I can't do this. I can't do it. And so, yeah, I mean, and, we, and like we said before, he's the champ. He's the, you know, the, form, the reigning champ. Fastest kill. I got him. Yes. I, I think fastest, you said that. Yes, fastest Fa- win. Fastest win. So Bolo just steps up, boop, 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 pecks her fucking. Pe- oh, my. Double base pecks. <laughs> but I want to point out, Frank is watching, and he learned, much like when you play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, you yes. learn their tells. Yes. And they he, all, Mike Tyson winks. Right. And Bolo, tit flex. Tit flex. And that shows you, is it the opposite, or is that leg is, good about, is about to kick you? <laughs> you don't remember? No, I don't but remember. But there is a towel. Murray, you're right. It's just we haven't known But it. like every great champ, he knows how to work a crowd. And the crowd is eating this shit up. Yeah. And he just fucking, he just, he, I actually thought he killed the guy in this match. Because he snaps the guy's neck. No, this is when he snaps, steps on the guy's back. Like, I swear. like, like, uh, Dolomite style? Yeah. <laughs> like no, putting I, out a cigarette? I'm 90% sure. It's his last match. Uh, no. Are you thinking of... Uh, I thought he did both. I thought he did both times. No. no. Because he beats a guy, and then he hits him again for good measure. He does. Because but... that's what the crowd wants, man. Yeah. They're eating... No, he punches him in the jaw is what it is. Okay. Because I was waiting for that next snap. I was like, when does the crowd turn on him? And it's not even the crowd turned on him. It was the officials turned on him. All and right. then the crowd, as sheep, turned on him. Later, foreshadow, we fucked it up. So uh, now, <laughs> next match, Frank against Hussein. Remember Hussein earlier, the gold tooth? Oh, my God. Are you ready? I'm ready for this shit. Well, don't blink or you'll miss it. Don't blink or you'll Frank, miss. I think he just, he just does like a hip toss. I don't even remember hitting the guy. He knocks he knocks Hussein down. He goes to punch Hussein. Hussein faints. Yeah. He's, ah, ah, and he just faints. And they're like, Winner! Yeah, and so the ref comes over, and he's a great ref. By the way, we don't have good refs in wrestling anymore. They all suck. This ref was great. He hammed it up for the crowd. He pulls up John Cole's hand. But before we get the announcement that he's really like the official ref raises, Hossein pops back up. This right. guy's out for blood. Well, meanwhile, Frank, he's bowing to the crowd, being respectful. So yeah. He doesn't even know what's going on. Bowing to the judges, yeah. And then those ninja senses just tingle. And he turns around. Surprised it wasn't a flashback. Fucking, what did he do? A roundhouse? And he took he took out Hussein. I thought what he did was he like dropped down and did a gut punch or something. But no, he had to hit him in the face because. Oh my god! <laughs> you're right. He probably did do a roundhouse. I think what he did was a sidestep kick. I want to point out that the wall. This is going on. Hokumate is going on. They have it's like old match game style. They have these like, yes, yes. <laughs> they have these or, like, or even uh, uh, Family Feud. Yeah, survey or- said <laughs> Frank Dukes wins. So they have their names like written on these placards. It's not fucking electronic. Maybe it'll help you. I'll, I'll point out Fenway Park has the same thing where you just have numbers painted on things and you <laughs> well, po- post apparently, them. Apparently, 
They are so prepared. They have placards for for times within a tenth of a second. And it took them a tenth of a second to pull this placard out. So the placard says 12.2 seconds. They have like a thousand placards behind this board. Oh and Chung Lee's like, what the fuck? I had 12.3 as the record. And we get shots of the fans just going fucking crazy. They're just like, dukes, dukes, dukes. And then in the silence, we hear, we get to see a profile. This is beautiful. This is the most beautiful cannon shot I've ever seen in any movie ever. Even the Apple, my favorite cannon movie, personally. We see this man, and you can tell so much about his eyes. He's like us. He's he's one of the essential workers who's out there (laughs) dying. To service the the upper class, and he's mo- he's supposed to be out there mopping up blood and everything, uh, and he looks ahead, and what does he see, Murray? He's a gross gold tooth. That's his ticket. In a pool, little puddle of blood. Like Charlie in his Wonka factory. <laughs> he sees that golden ticket, and he's like, this is for my family, all 14 kids. Looks to the left, looks to the right. Yoink, grabs it, chews that. It's real gold. He does chew on it. That was disgusting. <laughs> That's how COVID, Corvus, COVID nineteen started. Gets spread. <laughs> That's how it gets spread. Oh, good. That's teeth. good because I don't chew on teeth. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm on, unlike that one wrestler we saw. What's his face? <laughs> Dan House, and his gimmick yeah. is he has a yeah. jar full of teeth. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, just that. That's it. No foreshadow. No nothing else. That's it. It's so, a little yeah. vignette in this whole. But it says so much. I love it. It says so much about class and about race and about everything right in that little moment. You know, I got to say, I got a sidebar. We're going way <laughs> too long. I got a sidebar. I really, I, I should watch that Parasite movie, but knowing it's the same guy who did uh, uh, Snowpiercer, I'm so less interested. That okay. movie. Well, it's, it's a good thing we don't cover modern Asian. I, I fucking hate uh, that movie. Is it, is it? I don't even know what Parasite is. Is it a horror movie? It's supposed it... to be a horror comedy, uh, and it's well, also supposed to be about the guy. social, uh, the uh, social class sure. and everything. I'm sure. Just say, I, just say you saw it. I'm interested, but I do not want to watch it. So, what did we say earlier? This is a 90 minute movie, so we gotta crank it out. We and, need another montage. And somehow, this is still entertaining as all. Reme- fucking hell. Well, remember what we said earlier. Frank Dukes had 56 matches in <laughs> yes, one tournament. Yes, yes. So there's literally a thousand fights in the first day. Dude, it, there's so many, and we're blowing through them. This is a filler match montage. You know what helps us? That fucking song. Kumate, Kumate. Fight to survive. Oh, us oh you're right. This is the fight. Oh, this is but, so good. But, uh,. We've got so much action happening. We got we we're, we're cool seeing, down. We're seeing we're seeing all, all the guys from earlier yeah. kicking ass. And then finally, too much action. My heart was racing. <laughs> I keep one of those heart monitors on. That's why they cut it into a montage because you couldn't last yeah. watching all this badass. They knew exactly when my heart was peaking before heart attack level, and they cut away. They hit, it, they hit the note right when you're about to fucking flatline. Exactly, and they cut away. To Whitaker and Smithy or whatever. And Schumer. Schumer. 
and they're <laughs> enjoying a little of the delicacies. They're drinking. Some, they're eating something called bat soup. Apparently, and they're doing a nice American joke where they got chopsticks. They're doing fine with it. But well, dude, you seen those bats? They weigh a lot. Pick up a bat with a fucking pair of chopsticks. Yeah. So they're they're slapping it around, and the waiter comes over. Ha ha ha! Round eyes can't use chopsticks. <laughs> Would you like a fork? Ugh. No, we'd like to do it the way when in Rome, do as the Romans do. But then they do crack this nice joke. We wouldn't like it if you cooked our food, though. <laughs> yeah. And then whatever they're eating crawls away. They were actually right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> but it's lucky because the dog grabs it. No, they throw food no. at the dog. They throw it here. <laughs> the dog's like, I'm not a cannibal. I like, I like ah, the like slight on Asian yeah. people. Yeah. The dog's like, I don't eat my own kind. The dog turns his so, nose to it. Oh, yeah, because it's God. because that's the joke, Griff. They're giving him a dog. I, yeah, I get, I get the joke. And Thank so, you, yeah, they're like basically the Keystone Cops. These guys are goofballs, but we love them. Yeah, and uh, suddenly, uh, you know, our MP from earlier. Or Inspector. MP, he arrives. Inspector, Hong Kong inspector. I guess some palms got greased because yeah. loose lips now. He's uh, loose lips everywhere. Everyone's been soaping up. And he's like, you looking for that Dukes guy? Don't, don't, you didn't hear it from me. But he's at the Kumite uh, Holiday Inn. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, thanks. Throw the meat to the dog. Take off. We learn. Though they show up at the at the lobby. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> our man Ray got the beer. He's just pounding beers. Dude, they've got this beautiful, like, fucking lounge room in the, in the hotel. There's live piano. Everyone's in tuxedos. And then you got Ray Jackson. Honing beers on the couch. And got his grimy ass Reeboks all over, grinding it into the fucking. Can I leather. tell you guys about the time I fought the Undertaker? He's like, Kumite ain't got shit on Hell in the Cell, bro. And, and uh, uh, Frank Duke, John Claude is just humoring him. Huh? Yes, yeah. yes, I heard that story. Five, I've I've known you for two days. I've heard that story twenty times. <laughs> I beat, bro. I gotta tell you, I beat. <laughs> oh my god And they're like They show up The uh, G-men show up Yep The fucking MPs And they're like Look Look Dukes We in the army invested a lot of money In training what? you What does that mean? Well no I mean they do spend a lot of, When you're training I'm, I'm assuming Frank Dukes Special forces Okay So you invest a lot of money In training these guys okay. so They have a point Okay And he's like Look Just give me two more days And I'll go back I have to win the Kumate they, They're like No you're coming with us. Dukes refuses. He's like, no, I, I owe this to my master Tanaka. I got, I got to do it. And f- so then he's like, Rollins set phasers to stun. <laughs> they pull out those fucking giant Hoover vacuums. And Ray Jackson being fourteen beers deep. <laughs> well, Nanny or this brother being accosted by some fucking G man. He rages out. Ogres out. He does a fucking Goldberg spear on him. Dude, he gets the one in the jackhammer. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. That's why this man is the champ. And then we get really... I did not like this scene. This is a very... It kind of took me out of the movie. Well, it goes from very like serious <laughs> intense to uh, fucking just got the steel drop. No, they had the Benny Hill music. It was like... What I was going for was just fun, jovial music. I don't know. It No, I didn't. This I did not like this scene. No. So it's just like a little goofy little comedic scene where they're chasing Jean-Claude all around Hong Kong. He's running across. The, you know, there's like a bunch of little boats in the water and John Claude is running across. he's so fast he's running across the water he's not even going through the boat yeah he's not Jesus man 
He's running. Oh my god! I didn't even real. I didn't even put that together until just now. Frank Dukes was basically saying, "I am Jesus." Jesus was based on Frank Dukes. <laughs> Flip. <laughs> oh, that's the Bible I want. And then so our, our Schumer and Whitaker, they're like, ah! they, they're like going yeah. across the boats, they and finally they do a big old pratt fall into the water, and oh, then man. fucking Schumer accents it by spitting out some that filthy fucking river water. <laughs> Jeez. You know that water is fucking disgusting. <laughs> and, Fra- and Frank is like pulling out his Mentos, popping a couple in, and he's like, I got a date, boys. See ya. Would they want to be ya? Oh, man. And so, yeah, he cut through that date. Cause he, 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 he told uh, Janice, I will tell you all about the Kumite over a nice candlelit dinner. We're going to have a nice catfish dinner. I don't know why this voice. (laughs) Don't know that voice. Not every character sounds like that. (laughs) My new voice. Post-Corbin Griff voice. So she's like, look, I want in to the Kumite, and I also want you in me. Well, I don't know what I can do about that first part, (laughs) but I, I think I can do something about your loose change purse. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you know what do we know about '80s and '90s uh, action stars? One, they never get laid, but if they do get laid, we never see it. Yes. So we cut to the very next morning, and here's another Jean Claude staple. Oh my God! The camera starts out on what we think is about to be a very new Janice. <laughs> She's waking up. Hair is still perfect, by the way. Hair so and makeup, perfect. Must have had a pretty senile sex scene. Uh, but she wakes up, and she's looking around, and she's like, Frank, Frank, Frank. And then the camera plops back 45 feet to John claude and he is just waking up and getting himself dressed. and Pulling on that banana hammocks. We get Ooh. the nice fucking butt shot. Did you, Griff? Did you notice there's a little sheen going on in those there cheeks? There is so much sheen going on. I you love... know, Griff. You know what that was? What was that? That was Gloot Gloss. Gloot Gloss. <laughs> what the fuck? Our newest fucking product, Gloot Gloss. Well, okay, guys, you might be confused because Murray just said newest, <laughs> newest to the public availability. Yes. Yeah, it's we... always been available in Hong Kong since the '80s, but and now you... FDA finally allowed us <laughs> in to America. release it <laughs> because of COVID COVID nineteen. They've loosened the restrictions. Yeah. We can now legally <laughs> sell glute gloss. We were having a hard time, too, because Hollywood contracts. They didn't know, want the Hollywood secrets to come out. But there was also the Hong Kong deal we had. So we see John claude He pulls up that band. Well, hey, and I'm, I'm not done with my spiel yet. Oh, my God. There's Griff, more. Glute gloss. <laughs> I am so amazed. I can't wait for this. It's the one that glazed your buns. <laughs> you want your honey to be shiny. Get glue gloss from Merman Industries. Oh my God, we are we are innovating every kind of shiny body material <laughs> shiny in the so, world. Yes, we we're, we're fabulous at this, yeah. guys. Buy our products, and you know what? Stop being such a bitch. <laughs> so John Claude pulls up those bananas all, all over that. Pulls up his banana. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up his banana hammock. All over those. I'm sorry. What was that product name again? Glue gloss. Glue gloss. And he does that nice little, like, he pulls the, the the underwear bands out and lets them, like, flex against his butt so you can see, like, there is no jiggle there. It's all fucking muscle. The, all those tippy taps. Oh, my right. God. All those splits paid off. And 
by the way, our camera is centered on this. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> we just see fucking butt. Yeah. Great good. ad for glute gloss. And Great he's like, ass. he's like, I'm for glad you like that fucking because I can't help you with the kumite. I cannot help you. And he's like, baby, I got to go. Round two. Round two today. Round two with you later tonight. Oh. I can't believe you do that, dude. You lose your chi fucking. You're not supposed to be fucking in a tournament. Man. Maybe they didn't fuck. Maybe they didn't. I didn't notice any sweat socks on them, so I don't think they fucked. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So I think they just cuddled for the night. So I love this. But um, Duke shows up for the tourney. And they're still doing, like, some initiation-type shit or whatever because Jackson's like, look, brother, I just had four beers, and I got to tell you, I did a snifter of cocaine in the bathroom, and I got to show you my brick-breaking ability. Snifter of cocaine. <laughs> What's a snifter? I don't know. That's what you said. Okay. Snifter's he a real thing. He did a couple thing. lines of coke. He's so, fucking, he's flying high. So he's like, you see this brick here? I'm going to break it without a scratch. And he hits it. And nothing happens. Oh, he breaks the top brick, but he wanted to break the like the bottom. Oh, the bottom one. brick. Yeah. So he pulls up another fresh brick, and he's like, "Look, brothers, not a scratch on it. I don't know." And then he busts it over his head. Right. And the dude, that's just a like, classic pro wrestling move. He's like, "Yeah, Jimmy Snuka, eat your heart out. You get a coconut, I'll break a brick over my head." See, I don't get this because he's already in the tournament. We already saw a fight. And no, no, no. This is just he's trying to prove to himself that he can do the dim okay. He did it for, like, the judges who judge John Carter. They're earlier. just fucking around. They're, like, just okay. goofing off before the shit gets real. He's just so fucking he's a, he's a, con- he's a Yeah, he's a consummate entertainer. He's a pro wrestler. That's a good point. Murray, I love how good we are at our jobs. So Jean-Claude, he's just like, ha, 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 just laughs that off, looks around. Janice! Janice looking like the best fucking... Escort you could afford. Exactly. Got her fucking dynasty dress on. She's with. I'm gonna go ahead and call it. I don't remember his name. We haven't. Done, had we name. haven't officially uh, released this episode yet. But she looked like the guy from Kinjite, or he looked like the guy from Kinjite. I'm pretty sure it was that man. <laughs> <laughs> the, and so yeah, I don't know how they all that look the same to you. But uh, oh goddamn, we you. did touch her in her holiest of holies, and he was a businessman. Yeah. Uh, he's into them younger, but you know, he was into Janice and, uh, he actually fondled John Claude for a little minute there and he was, but yeah, he eventually joins Janice. And so Janice is there. What the fuck is Janice doing here? Well, like we learned, she's, if she, lady, girl's got to find her way in, if he's going to fucking stonewall her, she's going to find her own because she is tenacious. We'll learn later in a scene that she is a tenacious reporter. Just like Fleetwood Mac. You can go your own way. And they went their own way. Mm-hmm. And so she's not in. Boy, she's in for a, a surprise because she, she doesn't know what she got herself into. Because the matches start. We get another nice montage. We see our man Paco beat Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. We see Dukes just beat some jobber. Just paint brushes him with his tippy tap fucking kicks. Again, this beautiful, just like high energy. Kumate. You think some cannibalism was about to happen with just high energy. It's Bolo awesome. fucking snaps a dude's leg. 
dude. And then they show it, and it's yeah. like you know, oh, yeah, it's compound so fracture. Oh, it's so good. Dukes in another fight. Once we, like we said earlier, you fight about fifty times. I love how on the first day you fight once, second day you fight twelve times. Yeah, There's they got to they got to space out the fight. And there was like three fights on the third day, so the second day is like four thousand fights. Right. Yeah, and so Dukes, so Dukes he's, but he's still in it. He's got his chi going. It's flowing. He's just glowing. He's just fucking kicking. He, he was doing this thing where he's like hopping on front leg, back leg, like shoulder shrugging. I, he's such an asshole. He's smug. I hate this. <laughs> you know, I hate it when, when the football players get a touchdown and they do a dance. Like, it's horrible. Just just drop the ball. It's not the spirit of the game, Griff. Drop the ball. You got the touch, I'll go back to the line of scrimmage. You know, or- Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because people are giving all these fucking freedom fighters shit for, like, storming in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. When the real bullshit is when guys kneel for the national anthem, that is real un-American shit. I can't stand them. Strap your guns on. Get near people when they're mill pandemic where we pull out your Confederate flag, but you you live in a northern state for some reason, oh, and it's about God. getting a haircut. Yes, I gotta get my haircut. You I were do. you you do you I, look gri- I look fucking great. I don't know what's going on with Griff. <laughs> I'm clean shaven, short hair. Griff looks like a homeless man. I came straight out of Jumanji. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I look fucking horrible. And so okay, so we get. We finally get a Duke's fight that we care about because we meet this crazy black guy. God, don't say that about him. I lo- as a kid, this was my favorite. Oh, I, wait. Th- I thought no, no, Monkey no. Man was no, your favorite. The, no, I'm sorry. They're all the same to Griff. That's what we're learning from this episode. If you're not white, they all look the same to Griff. How can I be a racist? This guy black was black Chris Benoit. He was great. I because loved him. he was intense, and he did the Chris Benoit did you, did you watch, throat slash. You watched the behind the yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. Well, Chris Benoit is insane. Not really. He murdered the a Cana- child and his the wife. The Canadian murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian crippler, and he does the Chris Benoit move where he does the throat slashing yeah. thing. And then fucking Frank just destroys him. He kicks him in one second <laughs> and kills him. And he knocks him off the stage in three seconds. That's the world record. Well, they, that, that's the thing. Frank doesn't care about world records. The only record he cares about is winning the Kumite. So they probably glossed over. Like Chung Lee would just be not stop talking about it. And so they just brushed over that. And but, Murray, we get to my favorite fighter. I'm sorry about the confusing black people here. Uh, sure. My favorite fighter as a kid, I used to run around the backyard doing his style because I love this man. Uh, he was supposed to, I don't know what And in Griff's defense, from. Is from all the kung fu movies I've seen, it is called monkey style. Yeah. So he's kind of like crouched down and he's yeah. rolling around on the ground and he's fighting the sumo wrestler. Yeah, the fit as fuck sumo wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And uh, He's probably the leader of the Dark Order. Okay. <laughs> and we're getting two inside baseball with yeah. these fucking... Okay, so yeah. So it's kind of back and forth but then we learn the sumo wrestler his move is the bear hug it's just the bear hug of so he puts fucking monkey man into a bear hug and breaks his fucking back yeah bolo that- still on a tear still murdering people nobody cares dukes finally this is probably his 23rd fight that day he meets up with said sumo guy yeah that's right so they go back and forth a little dukes is forced to remove his top of his gi yep does a little bit of pit pack flexing himself, 
Chung notices. He, just, they show they just, just go to him in the yeah. background. He gives a little eyebrow raise like the rock. Oh. And then sumo, so it, it was a perfect move because the sumo was infuriated by this. Right. So he comes charging. Sumo are not about charging. They're about patience. I thought and, that all sumo was was charging at each other. Is that what sumo you, is? You, you might be right about that. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched sumo. I haven't watched anything in a long time here. I've just been it's just been watching paint dry. Um, or I should say Finset Mortar dry. And so he charges at him, and John Claude does the classic John Claude. Goes to splits. Does this split and goes, yeah, slow motion fucking punch to the gut. And he is flexing so fucking hard his skeleton's you about to jump the out of the shockwaves reverberate on the stomach of this guy. It was beautiful. That is a beautiful cannon shot, man. And then does does he do it immediately? The... Oh, you know what? He gets him in a bear hug first, and yeah. then he headbutts up, drops down, okay. then does the gut punch, then does the full split. Then does the five <laughs> finger dick death punch. Right. And no you ain't getting up from that. I and he wins it. it. So next fight, our boy Ray, Ray Jackson. Oh my he's, god. He's getting his wish. He's fighting Bolo. Oh my and god. Dukes, who's always scouting his opponents. Ray just fucking <laughs> he's just drunk. Ray, do you need a minute? He's just drunk half the time. So he, he doesn't even know where the fuck he is at this point. Well, they probably had to go find him in the arcade and pull him away <laughs> from the machine. Like, dude, you're up next. You got to fight Bolo. <laughs> so he's like, look, his stomach is his weak point. His pecs are impenetrable. But Don't do not go near his right leg. <laughs> but he's like, he's much like King Hippo. His stomach is his weak point. Oh, man. There was a big breakthrough in the Mike Tyson speed run where they figured out how to manipulate King Hippo. Mm, interesting. Maybe interesting. we'll do that for another episode. <laughs> so, he, but he's, he's like, fuck it, bro. I don't give a shit. I'm going to turn my baseball cap back. I'm fucking going over the top. <laughs> Jax, you are not wearing the baseball cap. You're wearing a banana. But you cannot win. You cannot win the right leg. So, w- once you know it, I think fucking uh, Chung was playing possum because he, Jack comes out strong, man. He's hulking up immediately. Dude. And he does this fucking double axe handle on Chung, draws a little blood. Oh, my and God. And we're like, holy shit, the movie's over. He's going to beat Chung Lee. And, uh, and we're going to have friend versus friend in the finals? What the fuck? Like wrestling, uh, you know, fucking Jax is going around the crowd, cheering him up. He, there's a top rope there for some reason. He climbs <laughs> it. He's just like, he said he's doing the fucking Hulk Hogan hand up to the ear. Pulls Sako out of his pants. He's showing he's, it off for the they're crowd. They're doing the wave and shit. And like, Duke's like, no, why is he not finishing him? Finish him. <laughs> Get him in the torture rack. Give him the old Razor Ramon fucking uh, Razor's Edge. Razor's Edge. And Bolo, he just uh, wipes that blood off his lip. Yeah, he does the old kid. Did he? I, for, I forgot. It was really gross. He loved to like blow snot rockets. He too. did. He did. That was really gross. Bolo was such a. <laughs> they caught Bolo in his essence. He fucking loved this shit. I. I really want to watch more movies with him because throughout well, my childhood, he's in like a hundred of them. He, so. yeah, he was always the villain, and I fucking love him. So Bolo just goes time to Hulk up and starts destroying fucking Ray. 
it's it's not it's it's sad. It's sad. It's like watching Mick Foley being thrown <laughs> through the steel cage onto the tax. It's it's devastating. In fact, I think that's what he did. He did. He just pulled out a bag of tacks. I don't know where he, yeah. he pulled those because he has this magical belt where he can pull out a lot of shit. He, he, yeah, so exactly. he pulled out the sack of tacks. It's like a video game. It's just infinite inventory <laughs> in his belt, and he just fucking destroyed. And then he's got fuck. He's won the match. He yeah. doesn't have to do this because Ray Ray is just on fucking. You know, he's out of it. He's been concussed about a fourteen times <laughs> at this point, and he can't even say Mate. He's just out. And fucking Duke, he's looking for the, the the towel to throw it in, whatever, to stop this. Yeah, he's and at the stage or the Chung runway. Lee just stares, death stare at him, and then goes, boom, the final crushing blow. Yeah, he, was it a punch or did he kick, a, like, uh, I'm, do a stomp kick? I don't remember. I think it was a stomp kick. You were probably right. And so the lights kind of fade and we go away to a new scene. Well, no, he grabs up that Harley Davidson oh, headband. Excuse me, yeah. Rubs his, blows his nose in it, and then I he think goes. He got a little smell of it too. <laughs> and then does, does he, does he taunts Dukes with it. I think he was going to give it to he, him. Then he grabs it in midair. Oh, Everyone just did was a weird, like little again, a nice little bolo touch to it because he like tosses it and then grasps and then flexes. And, and the He's crowd goes wild. Fuck. They're eating it up. So fucking Bo Young is so good. So now we're in the hospital. Ray's not dead, but we can't. Well, we don't even know if he's brain damaged because he normally acts like he's brain damaged. That's so he's just like, give me a beer, bro. He's <laughs> I, in a coma, begging for a beer. Beer. You'll you'll notice that there's two different drips in the room. One with beer <laughs> mainlining into him, and one with whatever, like saline solution. Saline, yeah. Oh my god. So the doctor's like, this guy is. Quintuple concussed. I have never seen this before, but I think he'll pull through. And of course, if they were in America, he would be absolutely bankrupt at this point right. and probably well, be going to the hospital. Get a real dollars. job, Bray. Get a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Janice is suitably freaked out. She's never seen this before in her life. She's been a whole day, and there was like a thousand fights in the second day. And she's seen every way imaginable to maim a human being. And so oh. she is traumatized herself. And he's like, I will do it for you. And Janice's like, no, you won't. You need to stop. I'm calling the police. I'm shutting this Kumite down. <laughs> he's like, no, you can't. And then they have this fucking heart dart. She's like, why do you want to do this? Look, why do you want to be a reporter? <laughs> she's like, well, my father was a reporter, and I just felt like this is a thing to do. Well, if that's what you want to do, why you want to be the best reporter, am I wrong? Well, yeah, you're right about that. What well, is the same with me? <laughs> I made a promise to my dying master. What's that say? I have to be the beast. And she, this bitch just does not get it. Get it through your head. Oh. So she runs immediately to this, pull the inspector. And then I guess the MPs were there, too. They're thrilled to hear the Dukes. We found well, they're elsewhere. Dukes goes on a nice soul-searching montage because they Beautiful. break up from the hospital. Were, hospital. I had flashbacks to fucking kickboxer soul-searching montage where he's but, just traveling. Cause he did the exact same thing. He travels the city. Oh. And then my favorite part is he's on a bus. Mm. And he looks over out the window. And he catches out of the corner of his eye a reflection of Chung Lee. And he looks back. And there's no Chung Lee there. No Chung Lee. He's mm. in Duke's head. He's all up in that cerebral. 
And to, to, to chill out, he goes to the highest mountain in Hong Kong and does some splits. And, of course, a couple of eagles come in, do some screaming. Sun rising. It's beautiful. So good. So um, after we get the soul searching and everything, you he's, know, he's, Duke has to return to the community. He's going down that grimy fucking alley. And, of course, it, they're like Five thousand feet away, <laughs> but again we're going to concert logic where they can hear each other perfectly for you know movie effect, and so they're just talking like they're next like, to each Frank, other. Frank, you gotta come with us, Frank. You gotta do it. Come we, on, we we're working with the Hong Kong police. I Frank. told you after today I will be on the plane and I will go back. And they're like, no, that's not gonna work for us, Frank. Come on now, no. All right, you asked for it. So they pull out their fucking phasers. I'm setting my phaser to stun Frank. And like, and then just as he's, they're about to stun him, remember these are the old, the the, uh, the kind of tasers that have the little things that shoot out and electrocute you. Frank, like like lightning quick, grabs the lid of a garbage can. It hits the fucking the the, stun, the tasers hit the garbage can, deflect. And wind up hitting some of the cops that are there to arrest them. And then fucking Frank goes, Feets don't fail me now! And takes off. And we get another long montage of them being chased. So, after that. Oh, he says, I'll meet you at the airport. Alright, this is it, guys. This is the final final round. We're going to have... Is this the semifinals? Yes, yeah, the semifinals. And then we got the finals. So... Frank's got to fight Paco, the Brazilian guy. I think, uh, you know, I thought it was a real big letdown was that Bolo beats all these really kind of standout characters. And then for his final fight in the semifinals, he fights this total like nobody guy who I don't even fucking remember in the movie. He was like a little Asian guy with like an eagle tattoo on his arm. Uh, Bullock fights one of the Bruce Lee ripoffs. There were a lot of them. There was two of them. And well, yeah, there was a lot of them, but and so main, two main ones. Dukes, him and Paco, they're kind of going back and forth. Paco's doing that Muay Thai clinch on them. They're 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 like doing the thing where they're kicking each other in the ribs. Like, Come on! Yeah, and they're trading kicks. Th- th- that guy knocks him down for the first time, though. Yeah. Duke actually... Well, he's got a lot of shit on his mind. The, the best friend he's known for two days. Yeah. The best friend of his life and well, his master. He's, he's a lot such of a piece of shit. Of course, only one person who just met him in a foreign land <laughs> over a lot of beers Dude, would actually think you're in a foreign cool. land... Stick to your own kind. That's right. And so, yeah, they're going, come on, hit me. And they're kicking each other in the ribs. And that was kind of helping him focus all of his energy. Janice is, in. like, licking her lips. She's like, I'm kind of getting into this fucking shit. Yeah, I, I wasn't into him the other night when they were in, we were in the same bed, but now I'm kind of into But Frank, him. he just takes him out. I don't even remember. I don't care. Fuck Paco. Well, what happens is that, come on, this is my childhood movie. So they're exchanging kicks one by one by one, but eventually the Brazilian, he can't do it anymore. He just can't get his leg up there. John claudes tippy-tap fucking skills just take over, and it, it was going one, 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 and then it's just one. And John claude goes two, three, four, five, and then he just roundhouses him. Okay. And it's a slow motion close-up on his bloody nose, and he's... 
It's in, it's intense. John Claude is not fucking around anymore. Excuse me, Frank uh, Ducks. You, you sold me on that fight. I thought it was nothing. It was it was big. So what isn't big is Bolo fucking with uh, his no-name job. Or... How, how did this twink get all the way through? This is Marco Stunt getting all the way to a championship match. Politics, just like wrestling. Yep. But Bolo squashes him, and then that insult to injury just decides, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna, he's like, he's like, how can I make this boring fight interesting? I know. I'm going to murder this guy. Yeah, I don't even remember what had him so pissed off. He was just like, I'm going to fucking murder this kid. This and, baby boy. And he snaps his neck. And then Griff, it was the right thing to do because the crowd loves it. They eat it up. Dude, everybody in the audience is like, uh, John Lee, John Lee, John Lee. Everybody Kuma, in John the audience Lee. but our panel of judges. Yeah, because John Lee is milking the crowd as he does. Right. He shoulder. learned from fucking Ray. Yeah. And then finally, he makes it around to uh, the, the council, and he looks up at them, and he's got, he's got big, bright eyes. His double bass uh, packs their approval. are going crazy right yeah. now. And he's, yes! And they turn their backs on him. Turn his back. Turn their well, back. First, the ref kind of turns his back on him. Yeah, the ref was the first one. And then they're out there like, that is not honorable. We like mm. to, we can beat people into a coma, but you cannot kill them. Mm. And finally, the crowd, after seeing all their leaders go quiet, they're like, oh, shit. Well, Bolo's like, holy shit, I got to fix this because you know he's losing the crowd. So he gives the whole like blow off to the judge's no. move, and then he goes, points to fucking Frank, you're next. Oh my God! Uh oh, this is it, guys—the final match. You didn't think it would take us two hours to get here for an hour and a half movie, but here we are. Bolo—he's seen enough of Frank to know he's like, I might need a little edge. Yeah, so and they—they they have like the what do they call them? The ringmen, the the people who help them, like wash bucket and massage the shoulders. Yeah, what do they call them? Huh? Cut men. Cut men. Yeah. Okay, so they go to the corners. They got their cut man, and uh, uh, Bolo's cut man is like, slip that in your little inventory there. Hands him two tablets of Alka-Seltzer. Mm. They crush and he goes, plop, plop, fizz, fizz, <laughs> and then winks at him. Oh, what a blind man <laughs> can't see. And then we see fucking Bolo tied that ugly, greasy Harley Davidson uh, bandana around his knee. Oh, my He's God. like, I'm gonna, this knee is going to fuck you up. We don't have smell-o-vision, but you could smell the alcohol <laughs> there were, there were There were flies yeah. swimming around. Yeah. <laughs> you smell the alcohol and grease and sweat just flying off that shit. Oh. So they square off. They actually, I don't know why they this made, they turned the fucking platform into a skateboard ramp. I know. <laughs> like, it has... <laughs> Wasn't it like that the whole time? No, because the guy says prepare the platform. Oh, the okay. So, yeah. There's it was like, just flat before. Yeah, so there's like a one big uh, square in the middle, but then there's these two it's, appendages. It's a, it's a skateboard ramp. <laughs> yeah, that turns it into a little like fucking half pipe almost. <laughs> Saddest half pipe ever, these but half pipe. people know how to – if you've been doing this for thousands of years, you know what the crowd wants. And if you know Star Wars, you know about the higher ground. So what they're trying to do is give people <laughs> – Higher ground. If you know about red hot chili peppers, you really know about the higher ground. Oh my god! Can and- you tell me about being <laughs> under the bridge again? <laughs> so they're they're in their corners. They're doing like the weigh-in and everything. Well, they're not even doing the weigh-in. They're just getting them ready. To in fight. this corner. And so Bolo has some nice words right before the match. Break my record. Now we break you. I can't not do this voice. Break my record. 
Now I break you like I break your friend. Oh my god. And that god. just fucking sets Dukes off. That, that you do not say that. And he will not punch before the whistle. But that starting <laughs> bell whistle and bell, what is wrong with me? So that starting bell goes off and John Claude nails him with the fucking fastest kick in the West. And uh he he just he pummels him. He starts off yeah. on total offense. And fucking Bolo shook. So he does. What do you do if you're a classic heel? You do the classic ref bump. He throws yep. the ref into fucking John. Yep. John Clyde just avoids him. He he's got the tippy tap. He's got it cocked and ready, but <laughs> stops it an inch away from the face. You get the zoom in, the ref's eye. Like I thought, I was about to die. I had a montage of the time I met my wife, my 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 sensei's wife. Anyways, <laughs> I was. I tried way too hard with so, that. So yeah, he's tippy tapping the fuck out of Bolo. But like we we learn in kickboxer, tippy taps don't have a lot of power, so yeah. they're not affecting him too bad. So Bolo recovers, throws a quick punch. He's gaining the momentum. He he is he is, and uh, you know he tries to go for he he's really trying like wrestling today where they try to hit each other with each other's moves. He tries to use Ray Jackson's own fucking double axe hammer on Frank Dukes, but Frank. John Claude, he knows this move, so he eludes it, and fucking like gets uh, Bolo in some kind of armbar and like tosses him across the the the, the runway. And, and so, like like every classic '80s sneaky Asian stereotype wrestler, like Mister Fuji, he goes right into his tights, whips out those Alka Seltzer, crushes him up, yeah, and fucking just <laughs> throws it into the eyes, much like oh. your wrestler friend we saw that day. The, Joe. the powder, yeah, protein powder, you throwing the eyes, powder. and then this, God, this is probably the greatest acting of Jean Claude's life. I it mean, really is. Why no. wasn't he re- considered for Daredevil? Because the way he plays blind is so amazing. That's why I got canceled. But he's still getting hit. This is boom, body blow, body blow, body blow, uppercut, yeah. uppercut. Dukes is just out of his mind. He can't see, but he can see inside. And I love this shot because we have a close-up of uh, Dukes, and he's crying out. He's bleeding. His eyes are just, like, swelled up from this this horrible uh, 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 Alcatoid uh, tabs in his eyeballs. <laughs> well, but, fuck, dude. Altoids burn. That, Altoids. Would, that would be horrible yeah. to have Altoids. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would use. <laughs> Alka-Seltzer, but you see, you see, you just see at the corners of his eyes, it's foaming, because Alka-Seltzer, it foams. But you see fucking Bolo in the background, and of course he's cheering the audience. He did not learn from Jackson, dude. He didn't. He didn't. He he took too much of Jackson's characteristics, and he was hyping that fucking crowd. So what, of course, is our man Duke's going to do? Little Duck's going to go back to his memory pond. He's going to remember everything in that. Why, old... He's remembering why he's here and why he's doing this. Yep. And we cut back to the. He remembers that Bart Oates jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he, remembers, he remembers his master. He remembers that tea. He remembers catching a fucking koi fish. Yep. And, like, we get another fucking, like, great flashback. Yeah. And then fucking. He's losing the crowd. Bolo's losing the crowd. He's like, I got to do my finisher. Yep. So he's get that forearm shiver ready. He does the old Kenny Omega, and he points at him, <laughs> and he does his jazz hands. 
and he throws that forearm, and fucking Frank, is, without even thinking, arm comes up, catches the fucking forearm. And you get that classic John Claude. If you've ever seen a John Claude movie, you've seen this face. <laughs> it's so iconic. Oh, so good. And he's like, ah! And then fucking he's, Bolo's like, uh, I much like a fucking AEW wrestler, it's like, I only have five moves, so I'm going to do it again. Yep. Throws the ref back at Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude's about to hit, and then just stops. He notices the silk, like, uh, fucking shirt he's wearing. He's just like, okay, you are safe. Go over here, my friend. Continue refing the match. And so he pushes the ref aside. Bolo, he doesn't know what to do. And then he just starts throwing punches, and Dukes just starts dodging him. Yeah. Every fucking move. For every move, Dukes has a counter move. It gets to the point where Bolo's like, this man is blind, but he's like, he's perfect. He is, I can tell. He's got the blind, glow. but now I see. He's got the glow. So he's like, I, he's, he's got he's got some amazing grace. Yeah. So he's cautiously approaching perfection here, and he's just like, how? How do I attack the perfect weapon? And you don't. You don't. You're right. Because every blow is missing at this point. It's evading. It's countered. And it, it's 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 just not It's not going well for Bolo. His pecs aren't bouncing anymore. The double base is dead. They've deflated. They've deflated. <laughs> They're just like fucking Dusty Rhodes tits now. <laughs> There's Chris Jericho's tits. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then the Coupe de Grasse fucking... Dukes with the roundhouses. Not one. Not, not two. two. I don't think he did. You said three. I think he did four. You think I he counted did four. Because you expect three. That's kind of yeah. like the thing. But no, I think he does four. Because he's Frank Christ. Ducks. He does everything better. Well, and, Ducks go three in, a, three in a kind, so that makes sense. And so Bolo just collapses, and he puts him in a headlock. He's ready for that fucking... Fucking five finger dick like, punch, just like uh, Bolo's first match where right. he held the guy's head up. It's it's a callback to that. And then he's like, "Sayat, Sayat, And they're like, "Winner!" And every crowd just fucking goes to ape shit. Dukes grabs that bandana off the the fucking shin of oh. a Bolo, blows his nose in it, and goes, "Yeah!" Oh my Audience God. going, "They're Dukes, 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 Dukes." They all love him. Then we have the fucking ceremony where he gets his own katana, much like his master. Yeah, he gets his own katana. So, check back in. We The Kumite over, he won it. But he doesn't care anymore. He's learned the real things, important things in life. Caring about a guy you've known for two days. Two days. So we, we're going to go Technically, one, because he was in a coma for one day. That's a good point. But that's uh, that's enough to make a friend for life. Because yeah. he, he and <laughs> he comes out of his coma and be like, get me the fucking beer, bro. I got oh. a wicked fucking hangover here. I haven't drank in fucking 12 hours. So he fucking slaps the ass of the nurse. So they're like, he's going to be all right. I, I was like, <laughs> I was waiting for a little sexual harassment. And then they hit me. They hit her with it. And I was like, okay, he's good. Yeah, he's good to go. Like, everyone's like, they all smile. Even Janice is smiling. She's like, it didn't happen to me. So you might like, as okay. well start up the mash music, the end music, because everything. <laughs> and then he's like, story. were you looking for this? Gives him that greasy bandana. I've like, watched it. And then he just, he just fucking grabs fucking Jean-Claude by the lapels of his giant fucking billowy jacket. <laughs> Brother, anytime, anywhere, I'll die for you. 
And he's like, he's like, I don't think he even knows who he's well, talking well, to. Again, I think he thinks he's talking to the Undertaker. Frank Ducks is such a fucking like ass of a human. He just like doesn't know. Again, we brought up he's autistic, so he doesn't know how to respond to human emotion. So we just like, oh yeah, my friend, I will yeah, also I, die for I, you. I like you too. Pats him a little, and then fucking walks away slowly. Would you like to go to the arcade and play that video game again? And then he's like, well, I guess. I got a plane to catch. So the guys, fucking Rollins and Danzig, are like, Danzig. are like, where is he? <laughs> he said he'd be here at exactly five after six. Oh, and, and, then, the, and the, the camera's fixed in a way where we're looking up at them at the uh, at the uh, steps of the airplane, and John, we're seeing like the back where they should be going up into the plane. John Claude pops out. Got his fucking pants up to his armpits. <laughs> like, hey, guys, you going to get on the plane or what? I've been waiting all day. And they're like, they look at each other. That dude. And then while they're doing that, Janice pulls up. So you see them walk by him into the plane. And Janice, she pulls up in the little bus there, the little airport terminal bus. And she's just like, is he going to, is he going to? Run the risk of getting um, like dishonorably discharged to stay with me? Fucking no, he's not. No, he's a he man did, on a mission. They do the fist into the hand bow, yeah, that's and the, then they he, do the first power because yeah. she's only good enough to do yeah. figure out how to do the first power. He showed that one. He's like, I got the move. I want to show you tonight. And she's like, really? And then he's showing her ninja ninja move. She's like, oh, I thought we were gonna fuck. I'm stupid shit. Yeah. No, I don't know how to fuck. I'm autistic. <laughs> so. Like but I said, either. I don't think they fucked. I don't think they did either. They're, I don't I, even think he got naked. I think he was just changing his clothes. And I she think woke so. Up. I, I told you her hair was perfect. Nothing happened in that bed. Some sleeping, dude. That's about <laughs> it. So, wow. I We're back fucking shooting on all cylinders. I didn't think we'd, we'd ever be back. Oh who knows God. if we will? Because I'm going to tell you guys right now. You're getting video episodes when you get them. I'm not making any guarantee yeah. we're going to be doing them weekly. Because who the fuck knows if we're going to be alive in a fucking month? <laughs> but uh, we know we're giving you two weeks worth of one episode here. Because this is right. going to be a long one. Soak in this. How long How long does this go so this far? This is at 220 right 220. Now. This might be our longest one. Well, I mean, our, if you combine our Samurai Cop, that's the longest. But, yeah, that's true. But it deserved it. Because this movie's fucking great. This movie is absolutely 100%. 100% so 100% canon. This it's, is what Golden Globus is about. And this is what Golden Globus theater is about. And like I said, for the masses, this is easily the most accessible. Yeah. Both the movie and this episode. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I don't fucking know. I'm going to we we already typed up our notes for Angel Town, so we have to do it. So I'm just going to say Angel Town. We, we've we gone from the highs of Jean-Claude Van Damme to the lows of Olivier Gruner, who's the poor man's Jean-Claude oh Van God. Damme. So I guess there'll be a good compare and contrast for the next episode. It would be, yeah. That'd be good. So, yeah, next episode will be Angel Town. We're th- who knows? We were thinking, we're toying with the idea of doing a straight-to-video action hero month. Maybe that's, our next few will be that. I don't know. because I don't really want to talk about Get Even. Yeah. So I don't know. So, wh- hey, we can say that's a directed video. That- <laughs> well, it is technically. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that'll be another fucking two and a half hours, dude. There's so much to unpack there. <laughs> so okay, we will see you whenever we see you, and please, people, keep it 
six feet away so we can get over this shit and get back to normal. Yeah, no kindling here. Don't keep it warm. Keep it six feet apart. A Golden Globus production. Another good one from Canon.